Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400, WDTK, Detroit. The Salem Media Group, on the NASDAQ as SALM. It's time for the Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week on The Patriot. Each week, we'll bring you the games out of the best league in the state. The CHSL Game of the Week is proudly sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending, Siena Heights University, The Student Connection, and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Now, let's send it to the Mitten Mortgage Broadcast booth for the call of the game. Here are Chad Bush and Sean Belegian. And happy Saturday afternoon from Midtown Detroit and Tom Adams Field. It's time for the CHSL Game of the Week right here on the Patriot. He's Sean Belegian. My name's Chad Bush. Brian Bolesky working the dials back at the mothership in Ferndale. Also here in the booth, Alex Westfall, your on-site engineer. We're glad to be here, Sean Belegian. A beautiful day. Football's back. Life is once again just a little bit better. Boy, I'll, I'll tell you what. Your soul needed this. I, I, I No no jokes here. You got that picturesque fall day, the nice, crisp temperature out there. You got the boys warming up on the field. I mean, we are in store for a great football game. And I'm envious of you. I know you've been out the last couple nights. This is my first one coming in today, so I'm really <laughs> excited for this. Warren De La Salle, the Pilots against the Brother Rice Warriors. Of course, this is the home field of the De La Salle Pirates. Pilots, my goodness, Pirates. We're not in Pittsburgh. Uh, listen, this is a fun matchup. We yeah. saw yesterday Jeremy Otto and I called the uh, the game up in Novi between Catholic Central and Harper Woods, but a couple of CHSL teams going at it today. This is how the season should start. It doesn't always start with league play. But this one is, and this one's going to be a little extra special. Yeah, it is. And, you know, I mean, look, when you're playing in the CHSL, you know you're always going to see good competition. You know that better than anybody. So I think we know what to expect from Brother Rice. We know what they're all about. And quite frankly, a lot of people think that they're going to take the proverbial next step this year. We'll wait and see how that plays out. DLS is more of the unknown. Yeah, there are a lot of returning players, but... It sounds like they're going to look different. Obviously, they have a new face of the program, and we had a chance to talk with him earlier this morning. More on that coming up, but I think that's what makes this one so intriguing. You know they've got some horses. They always do. But what is it going to look like, Chad? We'll find out in a little while. We sure will. Dan Roan, the new bench boss for Warren DeLaSalle, comes over from the left side of the state. 
uh, he ran things at Grand Rapids West Catholic, and, and he looks forward to coming here. Uh, De La Salle excited about this hire to get a man like this. Look, they had some chaos last year. There's no hiding it. Let's get the, you know, the elephant in the room out there. But they're ready to move the page, and they've proven through time and through tradition and history uh, that they can overcome and they can win championships. And let's not forget, they've won two state titles the last four years. They're a little down, but they're not out, and you know they're going to roar back with Roan. It was interesting. One of the things that Coach brought up when we had a conversation with him this morning is the thing that he's most proud of is, I mean, you want to talk about an offseason of turmoil. I, I mean, in every regard. And then you throw COVID in there, okay? Yep. And, and he made a point to say the fact that these kids bought in the way they bought in that puts the smile on his face, and they're going to be good. There's no doubt about it. Let's see how much adjustment there is to the new way of doing things. It sounds exciting. They want to be physical. They want to you know, come right at you, be the aggressor, but he cautions. He wants them to play smart, so we'll see if they can do that today against Brother Rice. His name is Sean Belege, and we're in the Mitten Mortgage Lending Broadcast booth. We're glad to be here. Let's look on the other side. Brother Rice comes in. Uh, Coach K now in his fourth year. He's building a little bit of a beast uh, down there. He's got a nice collection of talent he brings back. They lost a ton on the offensive line, but they really do like some of the guys that they can get to in the skill position, Sean. Hey, Brother Rice, another team that's a lot of question marks, a lot of guys lost, but they're always a factor in the Catholic League and the AA. Well, and and you know what? It seems like with Coach K, it's been a a buildup. It Mm -hmm. really has. And last year was a step and they were able to get themselves in the playoff and, and get that win. It didn't end the way that certainly they wanted it to, but it's been a process since the legend you know, walked yeah. away. And, and I think this being his fourth year, I, I expect this team to do some big things. I mean, you know that they're always going to have some athletes, and certainly they have some returning athletes and some new guys to keep an eye on. But uh, Brother Rice is definitely going to be a team to watch this year. We're going to get just a little bit deeper into personnel. We're going to get a little deeper into this contest. And we're also going to tell you what else has happened in the Catholic League. This is a Saturday. Everything else is done and been said mostly around the league. We're going to come back in a moment. You're uh, listening to the CHSL Game of the Week right here on the home of the CHSL, the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Hey guys, Chris Sabonik here, mortgage broker at Mitten Mortgage Lending. As a broker, we're licensed to work with several different lenders to help find the best rates and costs for you on your mortgage. Working with multiple lenders means we're going to have a variety of programs that are going to help suit your needs, everything from conventional, FHA, VA, and more. When you work with us, you're not only going to get the best service, but we're going to make sure you get all of your questions answered, and we're also going to be able to make sure we close your loan in less than 30 days. Call us today at 734-922-2252 or find us online at mittenloans.com. NMLS 1723481. There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic university in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.sienaheights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect can do for you. This is Randy Brown with the Patriot Detroit, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 101.5 FM and AM 1400, you can also listen to us live on radio.com. 
Just go to Radio.com, tap News Talk, and scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. Hey, Warrior fans, Sean Belegian here inviting you to join us each and every Saturday for 16 weeks right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015 and AM 1400. The Patriot is at 1 o'clock. We jump back on the highway, the Road Warriors return trip to that magical run in 2011. Relive every moment right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Breakfast Club on a Saturday in Midtown Detroit. My name's Chad Bush. He's Sean Belegia. We're glad to have you on the CHSL Game of the Week. Ryan Bolesky spinning things and doing it well. Good to be back. Good to have the crew back. Sean, it's exciting. These kids are excited. There wasn't a lot of time to prepare. Neither squad had, it was a 10-day, 7-day rush job to get this thing right. What kind of factors does that uh, rise to the surface that could happen due to the short lead time to get ready for this contest. You know, normally I, I would say that it's equal for both teams, okay? But you're talking about a scenario with uh, the pilots, Chad, where they didn't have time to get in right. and do some of the things that coach wanted them to do. I mean, there's no two ways about it. If this was two, you know, other teams, maybe it isn't that big of a difference. They're both at, at a disadvantage. But I think with the pilots in particular – it would have helped to have a little more time. One of the things that uh, Coach talked to us about is, you know, he wished that he had more of an opportunity to build some of the relationships, especially with some of the seniors out there. But you have to make do. There's no other way to put it. And, look, you played. You know what it's all about. Once you get between the chalk, instinct starts to kick in. And you have a feeling that things are going to be okay. But I want to reiterate what you said. There aren't a lot of people that thought we'd be sitting here today. Yeah. And, and so I think that's probably still going through their head as well. The wow factor of, wow, I thought my, my year was gone, but we're on the field. So you got to get those emotions in check in that regard. That's right. Gratuity certainly a word that comes uh, to the surface with both clubs and both coaches that we were able to talk to. They're happy to be here, but they're also concerned that things may not be just right. Look, this is a scrimmage. If you're look, talking about preparation time, Sean, I mean, you're not able to implement all your things. You have a base system here, so uh, sometimes that can certainly limit things. But it is equal both sides, but in a new system coming in at Dan Roan. Let's talk a little bit more about his system offensively. The pace is going to be a little different this year, Sean. This isn't your father's De La Salle. Their offense is going to have a little different uh, pace and look to it. Yeah, he wants to go up-tempo. He wants to attack you. And he was really talking up his sophomore quarterback, uh, Brady. Looking forward to seeing this young man. Listen, uh, as Coach Roan said, uh, he's a sophomore. There are still things that he's in the process of learning, especially under a new system. So he said, don't be surprised if you don't see another guy or two in there. But he said... Drogosh is going to be our guy. He's tall, he's lean, and he said people are going to be really excited to see him. But, again, we have to caution people, Chad. They're just picking all this stuff up. So how much are they going to implement today? I know this. He was very adamant 
about they want to have tempo, they want to attack you. But again, he said this three different times. I want him to be smart. Yeah, smart is one thing, and, and Dan Roan, a smart man. Look, he said he talked to fifty-seven people uh, at De La Salle before he took this job. He wanted to make sure it was the right job, and 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 a lot of analysis went into it. He comes here. What other factors uh, do you think brought him and tied him to De La Salle and made this marriage uh, something that they both wanted to work out? Well, as you well know, I mean, De La Salle, there's a lot of pride there. I mean, it's a community. Uh, they have a, a wonderful reputation. They obviously have a wonderful history. And, you know, I got the impression talking to him, these are my words, not his, I got the impression talking to him he liked the challenge. Yeah. That's that's what jumped out to me that this was something this seemed to be the right spot under the right circumstances and and talked about his faith being a part of it and obviously mm-hmm. uh De La Salle that's very important to, to the pilot family. So I think when you add it all up this was the right move for him. You know, he mentioned his children, I, th- I believe, 22 and 21. That's right. So it was right for him to In move. In college now. Yeah and, yeah, and it was a good opportunity for him to move and, you know, kind of bring some of the excitement that he's had on the west side of the state over here. He said this is a top five team in the state, program in the state, not this year. He, they're not going to finish top five. But he's saying, look, overall, you look at this as a tradition, a program, like you said, he values De La Salle very high. We're going to get into much, much more, including Brother Rice, including this game. But first, we're going to have a word from John Johnson from the MHSA. We are in the Mitten Mortgage Lending Broadcast Booth. He's Sean Belegian. My name's Chad Bush. We're back in a moment on the CHSL Game of the Week right here on the Patriot. COVID review and how to follow the action. It's all next on This Week in High School Sports. Hi again, everyone. I'm John Johnson, and welcome to a new season of This Week in High School Sports. Hi, I'm Mark Ewell, MHSAA Executive Director. And I just want to share a few thoughts with you regarding sports in the pandemic. Over the last six months, it's been a unique time for all of us. This literally has been a once-in-a-generation experience for us all. Since last March, the MHSAA has been looking for that way where we can get back to activity safely. COVID is very real. All of us need to continue to do all the right things in terms of wearing a mask and staying socially and physically distant when we can. But also, a big part of that health and safety message of the MHSAA is also for our student-athletes' mental health and overall wellness. Since last March, our kids have had almost nothing that has been normal in their lives. Social relationships around kids at school, enjoying a meal in the cafeteria, being in class, all of those things that forever we just took for granted is being in junior high or in high school. Sports this fall, and with all of our fall sports being able to move forward, we're hoping that this one thread of normalcy can be what our kids need right now as we try and move forward through this pandemic. It's important to know that the MHSAA will continue to follow all executive orders. Everything that Governor Whitmer is doing through these times of the pandemic, we will follow. Executive Order 160 back in early August really created some issues for all of us in those fall sport plans. With football, it really stopped us from moving from that first week of practice from helmets only to fully padded practice. It's also that same order that put a pause on our young women getting back into the gyms and the pools for volleyball and swim 
and also stopped soccer competition in most of our state. With the new EO-176 last week, we were now able to move forward with all of our fall sports. And we believe wholeheartedly that the safest and best place for our kids is in our school-based programs with our professional educators that always put the health and safety of our kids, COVID, wellness, and mental health, all of those factors first in, keep, in keeping everyone as safe and healthy as possible. There's going to be more challenges for all of us ahead. While we're back to activity, this fall will certainly look different than any fall has in decades. Keep supporting each other. Keep supporting our kids. Keep supporting those adults who are putting themselves out there in these uncertain times to be that foundation and that rock that our kids need, regardless of that sport. If we can all keep pulling together and keep doing the right things, we'll be able to add more and more threads of normalcy to our kids' lives and all of our lives as the fall turns to winter and winter turns to spring. The way that last school year ended was awful for everyone. The pandemic was so new to us, and with spring sports coming to an end, that was a really difficult decision. 2021 is going to be different, but hopefully we can make it a great and unique year. Thanks. Be the Referee with Brett Rice and Sam Davis will join us next week. We'd like to close today with some information about how fans can follow the action of their favorite teams during this time of limited spectatorship because of the pandemic. Of course, there's always over 100 radio stations and Internet audio outlets like the one you're listening to right now, which have brought you the action, some for nearly 80 years, a true staple of the Friday night experience. But there's a growing online presence with video. Nearly 300 schools in Michigan have, or will have, Pixelot cameras installed for stadiums and gymnasiums during this new school year, so you can watch on the NFHS Network and MHSAA TV. A 1099 subscription covers a month, and you can watch live action from across the state and across the country on your computer, your handheld device, and on Roku. A number of other schools are using platforms like Facebook Live and YouTube so that displaced fans can also watch. Check with your local school to see how you can enjoy the action. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us, everyone. I'm John Johnson. We'll see you next time. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. We have always believed that every child learns differently, so we develop individualized plans for each student. This year, we are delivering educational support in every possible way, in person, in our center, or at your home and virtually. Any subject, any grade, anywhere. The Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. TheStudentConnect.com. Hugh Hewitt exposes the Democrats' plan. Barbara Ferrer is the L.A. County Health Director. She did a conference call yesterday. You may not hear this anywhere else, but Barbara Ferrer said this. Don't realistically anticipate the reopening of K-12 schools, at least until after the election. After the election. You get it? Do you understand? The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 6 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot.
The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400, WDTK, Detroit. The Salem Media Group, on the NASDAQ as SALM. It's time for the Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week on The Patriot. Each week, we'll bring you the games out of the best league in the state. The CHSL Game of the Week is proudly sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending, Siena Heights University, The Student Connection, and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Now, let's send it to the Mitten Mortgage Broadcast booth for the call of the game. Here are Chad Bush and Sean Belegian. We're just crossing 60 degrees. It's sunny, not a cloud in the sky. It's a beautiful, crisp fall afternoon. Sean Belegian and Chad Bush with you. And the Mitten Mortgage Lending Broadcast booth, Sean. And uh, let's get a little more into this Brother Rice team. Uh, they come in with a new quarterback this year. Uh, Piscopink is gone. And, and they got a guy, though, that comes back, and Jake Coulter, who did have some time. The big 6'6 target uh, won the job, and... He's a guy that they're going to lean on to run this pass-heavy offense. Yeah, they're going to throw a lot. I mean, just get get used to it, folks. I think you're going to hear us say that a lot. And one of the things that you're going to want to keep an eye on is is the slew of wide receivers they have. They, they have a few guys that can hurt you. I mean, there's no doubt about that. One of the guys, Rocco Melia, I know uh, we're familiar with uh, his father, as a matter of fact, uh, a, a doctor sure. uh, at, at numerous places. But that's going to be a young man to keep an eye on. Uh, six foot two, one hundred and ninety-five pound senior. So uh, certainly that is one of a few wide receivers to keep an eye on for Brother Rice. Yeah, La Canaria, Delamonte, a couple others, and then there's a uh, former Detroit Pistons executive son, Henry Garrity. Uh, Pat Garrity's son will be the tight end. He's one to watch for. Tall drink of water at six foot six. They're going to like him. Uh, it, it's also a, a home run attack at running back. Uh, they, they've got a young man, uh, Jalen, a four 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 five guy that's shifty. They can hit you in a lot of different directions in that spread shotgun attack. Well, and I think that's why uh, some people that I've talked to thought that Brother Rice is going to be a team that maybe takes the next step this year. Listen, they haven't been the Brother Rice that we all grew up with. You yeah. know where ho-hum, another state championship or another deep run or anything like that. Year four, the right personnel. This is a team that I think nobody should be surprised if they take a step up. Now and then defensively, watch out for Oscar McWood, the linebacker, a kid who uh, his older brother plays at Miami of Ohio. He's their leader. That's the strength of the defense. Look, this matchup, both offense and defensive lines is maybe a weakness for both clubs. They're both getting adapted to that. How does that play into this contest? You know, it's it's a really great point. You know, there's two ways to look at it. Number one, these guys are going to be amped on the defensive side of the ball. Or are they going to get after the quarterback? You know, and that changes, you know, that changes everything. Or is it going to be, you know, some of those big nasties are just going to draw that line in the sand and say, this is the one thing I can control. I can't control what's going on around me, but I can control this. So I'm intrigued to see how that's going to work out because, as you mentioned, I think you hear coaches all over the state saying, okay, we aren't quite ready for this. The boys have to be ready for it today. They are. Things are a little different. Locker rooms not allowed to be used. You got to stay outside. You got to keep yourself distance. Not as many fans here. 
different things. Look, everybody's happy to be here, grateful to be here. But what do you think the biggest factor is going to be from a standard regular game that you might have seen last year? You know, I, I think for... D. LaSalle, it's probably going to be weather the storm. I, I have a feeling that, that Brother Rice is going to come out, and they're going to come out looking to strike. And, you know, you can't put your head down. You have to understand that this wasn't, you know, the obligatory regular offseason. You just have to accept that as a fact and stay the course and, and remember some of the things that, that you're going to implement. And it may not pay off today, uh, but as the season progresses, I'll tell you what, I think the Pilots are going to be a really good team by the time all is said and done. It just may not happen right away, and Brother Rice knows that better than anybody. Sean, already we've seen Orchard Lake St. Mary's win on Thursday night in a non-league affair against Wall Lake Western. We also saw last night uh, Detroit Catholic Central knock off a Harper Woods club. This is an in-league game, but you're looking outside. Already pressure on these teams in a double-A division. You're only going to have a couple of games against uh, your rivals. Yeah, you want to make a statement. I mean, you know better than anybody. You you don't want to walk away, especially as a senior, and go, I can't believe I lost that last game to fill in the blank. Nobody wants to do that. Right. You know, everybody knows this is going to be a different playoff. So, you know, that you don't have to worry about the playoff points and things like that in the past. What you do have to worry about is taking care of business, especially against your rivalry. Let's face it, they're all rivals. I mean, yeah. they all are. I sure. mean, it's, there's one love with the, the Catholic League. But they all want to beat each other, too. I left UAD Cubs off of that win list against teams yesterday. They also had a victory. And our friend Jeremy did they? Otto, they did. We'll call it a win. <laughs> and uh, our friend Jeremy Otto, who's not with us, he's calling uh, some kind of minor league baseball. Uh, we are. Uh, we have to announce it. We're right? happy for him. I can see that <laughs> smile on his face. Uh, I, I first started noticing that a few years ago when we were working together, Chad. It was really uh-huh. funny. And. Uh, our, our buddy uh, BJ Brendan Johnson uh, did the scoreboard, and he mentioned the Cubbies were winning one halftime. And I saw this curl of the smile on, on Jeremy, uh-huh. so I kind of needle him a little bit since then. Great to see Brendan Johnson, always sure part of this family, and uh, he's proudly wearing his gold and purple here today. All right, it's Warren De La Salle, the host team today at Tom Adams Field against Brother Rice, who comes down from Birmingham. We're getting ready for kickoff. We've got Sean's keys to victory coming up. Stick around, everybody. You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week right here on The Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. Hey, Warrior fans, Sean Belegian here inviting you to join us each and every Saturday for 16 weeks right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015 and AM 1400. The Patriot is at 1 o'clock. We jump back on the highway, the Road Warriors return trip to that magical run in 2011. Relive every moment right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015 and AM 1400, The Patriot. You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week on WDTK Detroit.
Hello friends, this is Luke Hammett, and I have some exciting news for you. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Here's how it works. Just go to Radio.com, choose News Talk Radio, then scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's that simple. Or you can just pick us up on the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you'll love it. Check us out today at Radio.com. Welcome back to the Mitten Mortgage Lending Broadcast Booth. My name is Chad Bush alongside Sean Belegian, and uh, we want to bring this message from Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Alliance Catholic Credit Union has everything you need to manage your money, including a checking account that pays dividends, low-rate loans, and a great mobile app. Alliance Catholic is actively involved in supporting Catholic schools, organizations, and parishes. The Credit Union champions education through scholarships and extensive financial literacy programs. Visit AllianceCatholic.com to learn more. You can join online in minutes. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League, federally insured by the NCUA. Can you go anywhere and find an endeavor in society where we've come to accept and tolerate an adult, and even kids, treating another adult the way we allow spectators, coaches, and players to treat a high school game official? Can you? No one has the right to abuse game officials. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Hey everyone, Matt Corbeth here from Mitten Mortgage Lending and Boys Varsity Basketball Coach at Divine Child High School. At Mitten Mortgage, we offer some of the lowest rates in the area with no additional junk fees in your closing costs. Our bankers will be there every step of the way from the application to the closing table. Reach out to us today at 734-922-2252 or fill out an application at www.mittenloans.com slash apply or also check out our reviews on Google or Facebook. NMLS 1723481. Did you know a recent study revealed that 30% of America's elementary school kids go to class without breakfast at least once a week? Did you know that children who skip breakfast lose up to a quarter of their daily intake of critical vitamins and minerals? If you didn't, you should, because breakfast directly impacts kids' energy levels, memory, and focus. Children who eat breakfast daily score higher on achievement tests and have lower absenteeism rates than children who skip. We're PTO Today, an organization serving parent group leaders, and we want to help parents ensure their children's success in school by offering this advice. First of all, make sure your children have breakfast every morning. If necessary, set aside 10 extra minutes in your routine to avoid a rush. Since time is often tight, remember that a bowl of cereal with milk can give your kids the edge they need to learn and perform their best. Make sure your children get the right start every day. For more information and breakfast suggestions, visit ptotoday.com or americanserialcouncil.org. We have always believed that every child learns differently, so we develop individualized plans for each student. This year, we are delivering educational support in every possible way, in person, in our center, or at your home and virtually. Any subject, any grade, anywhere. The Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. TheStudentConnect.com. 
Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena, a Catholic university. Located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. Okay, have you got a minute? I'm going to say a word. You tell me what comes to mind. Are you ready? Okay. Tchaikovsky. Okay, what's the word? No, see, that is the word. What does Tchaikovsky make you think of? I don't know. Allergy season? Uh, hey there, how you doing? What's up? Who's Martha Graham? Mm, she invented the graham cracker. No kidding. Yeah, before her there was only soda crackers. Hard to imagine. Uh, hey young lady? Yeah? Uh, does the name Man Ray mean anything to you? Duh. The man ray is a kind of poisonous jellyfish, and it lives in the Gulf of Mexico. Aha. It's very deadly. Are your kids as well-rounded as they could be? Kids who participate in the arts do better in school and in life. To learn more about the value of arts education, visit americansforthearts.org. Because all kids should get to appreciate Tchaikovsky's music, Martha Graham's dance, and man ray's photography. Art. Ask for more. A public service message brought to you by Americans for the Arts and the Ad Council. Now, let's return to the Mitten Mortgage broadcast booth for more CHSL football action. Welcome back to Detroit, Michigan. Tom Adams Field, home of the Wayne State Warriors, also home of the DeLaSalle Pilots who are back to receive this kickoff, Brother Rice to boot it left to right in the all-white uniforms, orange tops, the LaSalle in the maroon tops, white pants, white helmets. Sean Belichian, sir, your keys to victory. I think it's great De LaSalle's getting the ball first. I really do because, you know what, let's go out there and try to set that tempo that we talk so much about. This is newness for them. As you mentioned, yeah. I, it may as well be a scrimmage. And if you're Brother Rice, I think conversely, you know what, do what you do. They're, they're familiar with each other. They're familiar with all the guys on the coaching staff. So let's buckle up and have a good one. Let's do it, buddy. Kickoff is underway. Stanley returns it across the 20 to the 25, crunched out of the 27, and spilled by number 29 for the Warriors on coverage. That's Joey Schmaltz, the senior fullback. And here we go. The Dan Roan era begins at officially 3.03 on a Saturday in Detroit, Sean. Yeah, really looking forward to uh, not only seeing what uh, Coach Roan can do, but seeing this sophomore quarterback, Brady Drogosh. Boy, Coach Roan was talking him up and throwing him right to the wolves against uh, Brother Rice. Make no mistake about that. Yeah, and so this offense uh, led... By the quarterback, Brady Drogosh, six foot four sophomore. Very coachable and a guy that they are going to really enjoy on the basketball court as well. And as, as we look on the field, the guy taking the field, I believe that is Joseph Ford well, taking the first snap. It's J.C. Ford. He has it across the right side and a first down. J.C. Ford. A guy that we've seen in the past who transferred in from Rochester Adams in a sophomore campaign shocks everybody with a little Wildcat scamper for 12. Here he is. This is the tempo that we talked about as well. In that shotgun again, single back. Let's see if they dial his number again. Motion left to right. 
It's a wildcat again. It's Ford again, and he has some right room across the 50 to the 40 to the 30. He might go to the 20. Foot race to the 10. Five touchdown, J.C. Ford. How about it? 65-yard touchdown run, all Ford, all early. You couldn't ask for a better start. You know, here's your veteran quarterback, the guy that, oh, by the way, was supposed to be taking a backseat to the sophomore. Great vision, found his hole, got one block, and he was gone. Wow. This is a kid that's paid his time in this program. Was injured as a sophomore, brought up, focused on defense, wasn't even mentioned by Dan Roan. Oh, we'll, we'll note that, Mr. Roan. But it's all J.C. Ford in two plays, and they cover 76 yards. Here's the extra point up and good, or is it? The officials with no signal, Not and okay. now a late signal and no good. So it's 6-0, Warren De La Salle, two running Wildcat plays by J.C. Ford. How about it? The Rochester Hills kid gets everybody dropping their jaw early in purple and you know what dan roan couldn't have scripted that any better the only way that could have been better is if they had that lightning first strike okay lightning struck the second time after a big gainer the first time first down run he gets that second one just a little cut he got one block and he was gone you did a great job calling it chad because you could see somebody was giving chase but he was keeping enough distance between himself and the defensive back that you had the feeling he was going to scoot in the end zone, and that's what he did. There was an extra gear there at the end, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, right. I thought he was going to get you hawked. Could, you could hear the footsteps, and, and, and it was like, oh, I guess i got to put it up a notch. So <laughs> and he's exactly running, what happened. And he's running with some guys there that can really fly in the back end for Brother Rice, including Rocco Melia. But how about it? A couple of surprises early. Let's be honest. We thought potentially this would be a Brother Rice game that they would have the upper hand just on experience alone, the continuation of uh, the current staff. Wow. How about that stunner? Mm. Here comes the kickoff from the 40 right to left. The pilots will boot it. It's taken along the far sideline by Brother Rice. Across his Lacanaria. He's across the 30. Heads to the near sideline before he's dropped. Wow. And that's going to be taken down by Matthew Bushon, the senior linebacker. So Brother Rice will start at their own 35-yard line. And boy, oh boy, they're going to have to match the energy that De La Salle has brought early. Boy, did Bushon show some heat to, to not only cut the angle, but chase him down. Because, uh, Chad, I don't know about you, he was just a few steps away from getting the edge, and he may have been gone down this near sideline. I thought coming across field he had a chance to turn it and go. It's a four-wide spread offense, and uh, Brother Rice will come out with a quarterback they told us they'll have, and that, <laughs> and that is the six-foot-four sophomore Jake Coulter, who is signed with Kentucky for baseball, and he fumbles the snap. Ball is loose, and the ball's on the ground. Who has it? Pilots got it. The De La Salle Pilots have wow, it. What a disastrous start for the Warriors. You know, just that miscommunication. Quarterback turns one way, running back goes the other way, and they both try to adjust and bump into each other. Ball's on the turf, guys in purple jump on it. Some of the things that perhaps the short time frame didn't allow for cohesion, that might have been one of the plays. Good call there. Boy, and I'll tell you what, it, it looks like it's D. LaSalle that's on top of things early. I mean, we've only had a couple of plays, but it's Brother Rice that has made the mistakes. Very clear. That's what's up. 33-yard line now 
DeLaSalle knocking on the door again. They're up 7-0. 11.07 to go. Now Drogosh in at quarterback. Drogosh is in. The handoff. Left side. This is Stanley. Shake and bake near the sideline. Forced out of bounds at the 25. And not before. A nice pickup of nearly 10. Call it 8. It's second and two. Boy, Chad, Stanley was caught dead to rights, middle of the line, and somehow squirted out of that. And, you know, a lot of times you you hear somebody say, make something out of nothing. He made a whole lot of something out of nothing. It looked like that was going to be a two- or three-yard loss. That's a plus 10 on that carry as far as I'm concerned. Yep, no doubt. Let's see what they end up spotted at the 25-yard line. They'll call it a second and short. Call it a second and one. Two wide receivers to the right. Drogash in the shotgun formation. In motion right to left. Looking right side. Got a quick hitch route. Caught and dropped via the face mask. The home crowd wants a face mask. They didn't get it. Now a late crowd-induced flag. Ten seconds after the play is thrown. Well, he picked up, I believe, he picked up about a yard on the reception. But I'm with you. I was surprised the flag wasn't thrown right away there's your personal foul for the face mask chad you and i saw it up here and you know what a lot of times people get mad and you know you as a guy that not only broadcasts but play i'll defer to you here but yeah. you're playing chad just get the call right even yeah, if it's a you're delay, right just you're get right. The call right you're right i got excited no you're right get it right <laughs> you're right no they, they they got the call correct yep. i agree with that so it's 15 yards added and uh, they're going to mark it, well, inside the 15 down to about the 12-yard line. So De La Salle has all the momentum, Sean. It's they've incredible. made every play. They've won every play so far, Absolutely. and it's clear. Yeah. They're ready to play. Brother Rice right now, I don't know. They don't look uh, quite as sharp as De La Salle. We know that. First down, Pilots. Shotgun Pilots, far hash. They lead it 7 nothing. They're at the 12-yard line, and now we get a timeout. And Brother Rice is going to take it. And, uh, yeah, they need it. You know, it's interesting. They had trips on the near side, one on the far side. And, and, you know, again, Coach Roan said, we want to spread things out. We want to go up tempo. There's a lot of confusion on the Brother Rice side right now. So maybe in this case, advantage offense, because that's the way it's looked so far. You know, uh, De La Salle, the pilots are able to do what they want. So Dan Roan started his career, his coaching career, at Northville High School, a place that Sean Belegian knows very well. His daughter attends there. And uh, from there, Fremont High School and then Grand Rapids Catholic, where he had quite a run, four state titles and five tries uh, in the big game. So he's come over, knows how to win, knows how to build a program, has experience at the college level. And, boy, are they excited to have a guy like Dan Roan in the pilot purple and gold. Well, and, and you know what? The the pilot faithful have to be ecstatic of uh, over what they've seen so far. You know, that's one thing, Chad, we haven't had a chance to talk about. I think people mm-hmm. know by now, players, you get a couple fans per player and everything. So a good representation on the far side of the field with the visitors from Rice and a really good present, er, excuse me, representation here on the home side of the field for the pilots. Yeah, there is. Some black and orange across the way, socially distanced appropriately. Shotgun formation, Dragosh is in there, hands off, bounces outside to Stanley, breaks a tackle, can't break a second, but he does get to the five-yard line and a healthy gain on first down, and they're going to mark him inside the five. That's Brett Stanley, the senior. 
Well, this is exactly what the doctor ordered. Uh, you're you're looking now about the five-yard line. Second and three. Let's call it second and three just to be official. Now a little wildcat formation here. They will keep William Beasley in the game. Beasley's going to take the wildcat, and he's spilled right at the line. Good emergence from that defensive front by Brother Rice. They have some talent up there, Sean, and that time they won – perhaps the first play of the game. Yeah, that's exactly it. I mean, that that's those big old uh, linemen saying, nope, we're, we are going to shut her down in here, nowhere to run. They smelled out the Wildcat very nicely, and now uh, you're talking about a big third down here for the Pilots, third and three from the five-yard line. They can get a first down, but need to get past the three. Now wide right, De La Salle is going to send their wide receiver in low. Shotgun formation, motion left to right, high snap, balls loose on the deck, and corralled and pounced on. Back to the 15, De La Salle lucky to get this ball, and it's going to set up a fourth down and a field goal situation. Well, that's a, that's a smart heads-up play there by the sophomore quarterback, Drogosh. No need to be a hero there. It was a high snap. It went over his head. You know what? Just fall on it because sometimes when you try to make something happen, that's when the turnover comes. Let's see if they can convert here on this, uh, what should be, what, about a 31-yard field goal? Yep, I think that's right. 31-32, we'll see where they put it. It's going to be the right leg. Man, nearly 33. Yeah. Yeah, It's going to be number 28, Conklin. The snap's good. The hold's down. And the kick is up and good through the uprights. Ten, make it nine-nothing. Warren De La Salle, eight and 28 to go in the first on the 33-yard field goal by Mr. Brady Lowe. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to coverage of the CHSL Game of the Week right here on The Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic university in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.siennaheights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect can do for you. The Roan era is underway, and boy does it feel good if you're wearing purple and gold because right now they're up 9-0 in a dominant first quarter so far with 8.28 to go, Sean. 9 nothing. De La Salle over Birmingham, Brother Rice. Yeah, the Warriors have to get something going because really the only mistake the Pilots made was self-induced. You know, a, a, a bad snap, and they fell on it, but we're still able to salvage a field goal. Kickoff is underway, and the return up across the 25 to the 27-yard line, and the return man gets up a bit gimpy. That's Jaden Johnson, who is uh, a guy that they really like at running back. They say a 4-4 guy, and he's not going to make it off the field. Well, he took a big hit and kind of bounced back in an unnatural way. Wow. Uh, Maybe the, the, the folks listening here on the Patriot could hear that hit 
from Jaden Conklin and the subsequent oh, you know, the especially the home side really reacted to that and a big hit and he kind of bounced back in an unnatural way. You just hope the young man is all right. It's a lower extremity, uh, no doubt about that. It looks like he is certainly favoring uh, below his uh, right leg. That's as far as I'm going to yeah. go. I can't stand when guys try to be doctor up in the, in the booth. <laughs> There's a reason they're in the operating room and we're up here. I know. I did that yesterday. Similar thing. Kid hobbled off and looked down on the field like he was done for three quarters and popped right up yeah. and goes out the field. Yeah. Now, we hope he's okay. And Brother Rice does, too. That's their top back. And he's a speed guy. Two to the left, two to the right. Nine-nothing deal with Sal. First quarter, 8.23 to go. Brother Rice, all white uniforms. And the uh, orange helmets. There's a handoff. No, fake handoff. Pulled back. And it's going to be a keeper by Jake Coulter. The 6'6 kid slides down. He slides into second base. It's a gain of three yards and sets up second down at about eight. Well, Coulter saw nothing was there, and he just tucked it up and run. He didn't really have time to let anything develop downfield, so he said, let's make the best of this. Smart play, slide down, live to fight on second and seven. He'll send the running back to the right. Four wide receivers set on second and eight. Coulter in the shotgun, long count, steps up in the pocket, has time, has a crossing route, has a man. That's Delamonte. Delamonte has a first down up the left sideline and forced out of bounds into pilot territory at the 49-yard line and a first down for Brother Rice. Great job that time by the Warriors up front. They really gave Coulter time to let that play come open, and exactly that's exactly what happened with uh, Johnny Delamonte. Lost four of five on the offensive line last year. Brother Rice thought that that was their strength a year ago. This year, it's a uh, a lot of question marks, but you're right. That time, a solid pocket for the big boy to step in and get the crossing route. 7-19 to go, 9 nothing. deal of Sal. Left to right comes Brother Rice. First time they've had uh, a first down in this game. There's a handoff, inside handoff, big hole. Has five, has six yards on the quick hitter. That was a handoff to number 22 for Brother Rice. That's Ray. The second back who's in right now because Jaden Johnson is out, and he looks uh, pretty solid off that right gap. Yeah, he exploded, and and if it wasn't for William Beasley kind of spying on him and grabbing him by the ankles, that could have been even more for the Warriors. So the Warriors needed something positive, and they've put together a couple of first downs now. Watch out for Rocco Melia. He's one of their top targets. La Canaria also. Brother Rice yet to go to the air downfield it's been short routes there's a handoff inside and that's going to be taken down right at the line of scrimmage and who else it's Beasley again the big defensive uh well I say big but big in impact for De La Salle from that outside linebacker spot yeah just came from the other side and and, and closed that distance quick fast in a hurry and now a big big third and four for brother Rice just into pilot territory at the 44. Beasley was a freshman on the varsity. That doesn't happen often. A few years ago, before injuries, third and four from the De La Salle 44 yard line. There's an inside give and a handoff, and not much running room again. And once again, who else? It's Mr. Beasley meeting and greeting rudely the handoff to Nolan Ray. Some confusion in the offensive backfield again, too. It yep. looked like the, the running back ran into one of the blockers, and you saw that on their first possession of the game, and it turned into a turnover. So uh, what looked to be promising for Brother Rice ends here in a punt. It does. 
So Stanley back with his heels on his own 10-yard line and in punt formation for Brother Rice. Boy, is it hard to see these numbers, Sean. Oh, it sure is. The punt is off at the zone 45. That was booted by Tyler Gerling. And the punt is going to roll inside the 10. This young man has done his job. It's going to roll dead at the 9-yard line. Well, as we're apt to say in the GLIAC, and I think you're familiar with the GLIAC as a player and Heard a broadcaster. You're familiar with its work? MIFC, I thought they called it. they, they got to start thinking of we broadcasters with these jerseys, right? I mean, it's tough. The yeah, orange, it's, it's the tough. sun. Yeah, it's tough. We're trying. We're gonna. We're gonna try to get it right. But uh, we're having fun, and so is De La Salle up nine nothing. Sean with five oh two to go in the first quarter over Brother Rice. They'll have yet another series uh, here on this beautiful Saturday afternoon. They've been able to move the ball. Let's see if that continues. Well, J.C. Ford, you would think would get some more reps, and why not? He is back in there now. Yes. Uh, yes, he is. J.C. Ford back into the ball game for De La Salle. Two to the right. Two to the left, in motion left to right, comes Beasley. And it's a handoff to Beasley, jet sweep, and that's going to get a nice gain of about six or seven across that right sideline on the Brother Rice territory to the 15-yard line. Well, and I think that's a great read by the quarterback as well because he, he saw that there was some space on the far side. You know, that's that option where he can take off up the gut if something's there. He saw the better play was to hand it off, and it ends up with a six-yard gain, seven-yard gain. Ford will send three to the left, one to the right. The lone tailback, Beasley, to his left with 4.31 to go on a second and three. And handoff right side. It's going to go to Stanley. He's going to have enough out of bounds, hit out of bounds. No flag. Must not have been out of bounds. Close enough. I like when the officials give them a little bit of allowance on that, Sean. I'm with you all the way. Great vision there by Stanley. Didn't look like there was anything. He waited. He waited. Showed some patience. A little something showed up, and he got the yards needed for the first down all the way up to the 22. Yes, sir. Quarterback rotation continues. Brady Drogosh back in there, the sophomore at six foot four. Trips to the left, going to throw a screen left. This is Stanley. Stanley's going to be caught. Brother Rice was on it. Helmet flies off of the receiver, Beasley. And it's going to be a loss on the play back to about the 18-yard line. Well, that play didn't have a chance because in order for that play to work, that wide receiver on the near side of the field has to make two blocks. And, and it's just not going to work that way. Big loss all the way back to the 19-yard line. Brother Rice sniffed it out. It's a solid secondary back there, by the way. Melia is uh, the safety, and he's got some help along the way with his friends. Velasquez is another safety, and Williams and Swider are the corners. So now De La Salle is in a second and 13 from their own 16-yard line. And the shotgun Drogosh, motion right to left. Gerzowitz in motion, rolling right. Dragic, going to tuck it, going to run, going to get hit, but going to spin forward. Ball's loose. Brother Rice says they have it, and they do with a 25. Boy, he took a monster hit and somehow rolled right out of that hit. But as he rolled out of the hit, he bounced right into another one, Chad, and that's when the ball came loose. I, I can't believe that tall, lanky quarterback held onto the ball, and was able to stay upright on that first hit. That's right. But that second one, kind of holding out there like that loaf of bread, it'll get you every time. It will. And the sophomore makes his first mistake. De La Salle flips it over now in their own red zone. 
Brother Rice football after the forced turnover and the fumble. Here they come at the 25 of De La Salle. They'll spread it out far hash. Coulter in the shotgun. The lanky righty headed to Kentucky to play baseball. He can heave it on the hill. Back to pass. Three-step drop. Looking left. Got a man. Corner route. Flag route. Overshot him. Was wide open. He was looking for Rocco Melia. And that was six points, partner. Yeah, no doubt about it. Just got a little too much amp in that and and just sailed it over his head. You know, a lot of times, uh, Chad, they call it quick change. After a big turnover like that, let's take that shot. They had the shot. Unfortunately, just put a little sail underneath that. Yep, exactly right. Well, defensively, De La Salle runs a 4-3, but it's an aggressive 4-3. So second down and 10, back to pass. Coulter looking right, looking for the end zone. Got a man floated up wide open, and he overshot him. Had two receivers out there, both wide open, both beat their men. Delamonte or Lacanaria, take your pick. He had to guard two. But he didn't have to guard any with that throw. Yeah, that was it was there was one right about the goal line. The other one was about seven yards deep. And inevitably the ball goes right in between them both. But Chet, they were both open. You can't leave points like that on the field. As far as I'm concerned, Chet, these first two plays after a big turnover in your own zone should have been in the end zone. Yeah, you gotta feel bad about it. If your brother Rice, they've got a third and ten, chance to make amends. Third and ten from the twenty five. Coulter on the far side hash. Four wide receivers. Jaden Johnson, the lone setback. Pressure, center screen coming wide open. Great play call. 20-15, but he stopped short about a yard shy of the first down at the 16-yard line. Oh, decision time here. A big tackle. They're going to mark him back, it looks to me, Chad, at about the 17-yard line. So, okay. Yeah, but the, yeah, what about the 16-and-a-half, yep. 17? So this is going to be about two full yards short. Big decision time for Coach K. Are you going to go for it? Are you going to kick the field goal? Yeah. He, there's no decision here. He's keeping the offense on the field. He's going. Why not? Down 9 nothing, 2.35 to go, plenty of time, and there's going to be some thoughts here before we get to it. Timeout on the field, and while we have time, we want to let you know about our friends at Alliance Catholic Credit Union. They have everything you need to manage your money, including a checking account that pays dividends. It also has low-rate loans and a great mobile app. Alliance Catholic is actively involved in supporting Catholic schools, organizations, and parishes the Catholic Union Champions Education through scholarships and extensive financial literacy programs. Visit AllianceCatholic.com to learn more. You can join online in minutes. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League, federally insured by the NCUA. His name is Chad Bush. or his, My name's Chad Bush. Is your name I Chad Bush? I wish I had Chad Bush's voice. Yeah, uh, those right. Are beautiful, oh, man. my goodness. Everything about you is beautiful, partner. <laughs> and this day is no different. It's sure gorgeous. Is. I'm glad to be with you. This is fun, and uh, this is a big spot for Brother Rice. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's been really a De La Salle all the way. Uh, Brother Rice was fortunate to get a turnover deep in the pilot zone, and they haven't really been able to do with anything with it. Left really two touchdowns on the field on this drive. Big fourth and two forthcoming. They sure have from the 17-yard line of the Pilots. Pilots lead 9 nothing. 234 in the first quarter. Motion left to right. One back set. Far side hash. 
Shotgun snap, botched again, and the quarterback, Coulter, goes down. Another miscommunication, and he spilled in the backfield for a six-yard loss. Turnover on downs and a wasted opportunity by Brother Rice. Chad, you nailed That's three times this first quarter. There's confusion in the offensive backfield. you got to get the, on the same page. I mean, there's no doubt about that. You know, maybe you can say that's one of the offshoots of, of not having a lot of reps or, or the usual reps in the summertime or whatever, but... Three times in the first quarter, and it has cost Rice dearly. Three strikes and you're out. Two in the Catholic League, by the way. And, uh, yeah, that's just not a way that you're going to get back in the game. But the Pilots have had a little redemption for that turnover. Yeah, It's funny to watch these centers carry the ball to the huddle and get back and forth, and they can't leave it out there. Interesting. You'll see how that works with a no huddle. Drogosh back at quarterback. And we got a whistle and a pre-snap penalty, and is this delay of game? It is. And it's 25 seconds is the play clock. And I believe, and pardon me for the rules, but I believe that is new. And they also have the clock on the field this year, which is new. Yeah. Orchard Lake St. Mary's had it on Thursday. Didn't see it at Catholic Central, but... It's a little quicker clock this year, but at least they can be cognizant of it. They're speeding up the games, which I don't understand, but we can continue that conversation later. <laughs> First and 15, and we're going to have a screen pass that's short and a hit on the quarterback that's going to get called for a penalty. I just that is undisciplined. That is absolutely no reason to do that. That's a roughing yeah. the quarterback. Uh, 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 you know, you just get a couple of big defensive plays, and then you do something like that. You just shake your head at that. And, again, Brother Rice just ke- keeps putting it in their own foot. Yep. That's going to set them back, or it's actually going to set De La Salle forward as they'll move that ball all the way up to the 31-yard line. Would have been an incompletion. On this crisp, cool, 61-degree afternoon in Midtown Detroit. Glad to have you with us from Detroit and the campus of Wayne State University. Drogosh and the shotgun. Hands off. This is Stanley up the middle, and Stanley's going to get about nothing. Great convergence there. Stopped by the middle linebacker, who we're going to hear a lot for Brother Rice. Jason Manilli and Oscar McWood, both those guys causing havoc for the orange and black. Yeah, just a yard there, and Brother Wright's got to get something going, and you get the feeling that spark has to come from that defense again. They just forced a turnover, as, as you know, uh, deep in the zone. they got to get something going with this defense. you surprised we haven't seen more of J.C. Ford? Yes, especially after, I mean, those two runs. I, I'm, I'm with you. Wow. But Coach loves Drogosh, and... We're about to see why. He floats it up down the left sideline. Beautiful pass. Bobbled and caught out of bounds. Great coverage by Brother Rice over there to cover it up and force it off the side is Ethan Swider, one of the cornerbacks. That pass was perfect, though. I mean, you nailed it. There were two guys on him. It was great coverage. He put that in a spot where only his receiver was going to catch it. If he doesn't bobble it, that might be a first down all the way down to the 40-yard line. So maybe, just maybe, you're seeing why Coach Roan is so high on this sophomore quarterback, Brady Drogosh. Beautiful touch on that pass. Slot right now. LaSalle will send number six, McCollum. This is a third down and nine from their own 31-yard line for De La Salle. Big defensive 
stand here for Brother Rice if they can get this football back. Drogosh, a little bit of miscommunication to the sideline, and play Coach clock. wants timeout. Yeah, play clock was down to one. Get on the same page, a big third down. Make sure you're on the same page, and don't move her back another five yards. You're already in a hole at third and nine. So let's reset this thing for you. De La Salle gets the football to start. Two plays, a two-play drive, 75 yards. J.C. Ford, the Wildcat quarterback, wasn't expected to play. Both carries, a 15-yard carry and then a 60-yard carry. And Brother Rice, excuse me, De La Salle's up 6 nothing. They come back. First play for Brother Rice. They fumble the football. De La Salle comes down. They kick the field goal, the short field goal, after they got inside the 5 and here we sit 9 nothing, after Brother Rice gets a turnover, forced to the 25, and then turns it back over and down. Yeah, you know, it's amazing, too, because, uh, Chad, I have to bring up again, right after the turnover, both on first down and second down, Brother Rice missed open touchdowns. No other way mm-hmm. to say that. Absolutely. A couple of them. Third and nine now, 142 to go. The timeout's underway. Dan Rohn's had his say. He's also the offensive coordinator for De La Salle. De La Salle on the near sideline. Brother Rice on the far sideline. Not much wind today. Looking left all the way. Drogach, hitch route, caught, first down, and just gets it with some nice forward lean. That's the wide receiver, Tristan Nichols. For De La Salle, he has a first down and move those chains. What a great play. You called it very, very well there, Chad. He was hit about two yards short, leaned forward, knees didn't touch the ground, gets that first down barely, and the Pilots hold on to the ball. First and 10 from the 41-yard line, their own 41-yard line. Nichols was highly touted coming out of that uh, program. The Shelby Lions in uh, Utica and Drogosh stays in at quarterback. Three to the right, one to the left near hash. 123 clock winding down. 9 nothing to LaSalle. Drogosh going to keep it himself. Fake the pitch. Has it left side near midfield. He's going to have a healthy gain of about 8 on first down. Tackled near the ni- near sideline and tackled by number 2 for Brother Rice at Zach Potestivo. Boy, he moves well. He's lanky. Uh, no doubt about that, but he stays upright, but he moves well for one of those upright runners. He does. He's got a little giddy-up in him, and you don't usually see that. Uh, you don't always see that from a guy that big. Back to Pastrogosh, looking down the middle of the field, looking right side, and throws it up, has a man intercepted. Is that Melia? It is Delamonte with a pick. Back at the 15-yard line, interception by Brother Rice. Well, you know what? And it's interesting because the young quarterback comes uh, and right off the field, and there's Coach Roan to meet with him to tell him what he did wrong. Chad, he just hung that ball up. It was like playing 500 in the backyard, and and the guy that got the beat on the ball was Johnny Delamonte. He looked like the intended receiver just went up high, that 5-7 frame. Picked it off at about the 11-yard line, so that is where the Warriors will take over. You love to see a DB that gets it at that high point. It's all about the high point, and he got it. That's going to be marked back to the 10. So a turnover for both teams now. 
Back to pass in trouble. Another mix-up confusion in the backfield and just fighting for to get back to the line of scrimmage as Coulter. Brother Rice is all kind of confused with their exchange. Heck of an effort down low for him. He, he pulled a 360. No other way to say it. He pulled a 360 yeah, and, and just yeah, kind of torpedoed his body through some legs. And yes, In the meantime, yes. we've got a player coming off slowly. I apologize. I, I can't get the number on that. That's I, all right. Is it 99? Who knows? I yeah. think it's it's a miracle to see numbers yeah, today. It, might be, uh, it might be Dante Dial. 98, the Dean lineman. Uh, yeah, it is indeed now that he comes near side. But go back to Coulter, really. He looked like that's a two- or three-yard loss, and instead he did a 360 and turned into a torpedo for about a one-yard gain. He did. That's going to uh, close out the first quarter. Time has run out through the first 15 minutes. It's all De La Salle. They're up 9 to nothing. They've dominated the first quarter. Brother Rice has the football. When we come back, you are watching. No, you're not. You're listening. You might be watching your computer dial. We're just glad you're with us right here on CHSL's Game of the Week on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. Hey guys, Chris Sabonik here, mortgage broker at Mitten Mortgage Lending. As a broker, we're licensed to work with several different lenders to help find the best rates and costs for you on your mortgage. Working with multiple lenders means we're going to have a variety of programs that are going to help suit your needs. Everything from conventional, FHA, VA, and more. When you work with us, you're not only going to get the best service, we're going to make sure you get all of your questions answered, and we're also going to be able to make sure we close your loan in less than 30 days. Call us today at 734-922-2252 or find us online at mittenloans.com. NMLS 1723481. You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week, only on The Patriot. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and the state. Dalamonte interception has set Brother Rice up back in their own end. And a negative play on first down. And now a negative play on second down as the sack comes like a heat-seeking missile from the backside. And this is going to put Brother Rice back inside their own five, Sean. Well, you know, again, it's, it's that linebacker. We've called his name and number a few times. William Beasley, he's been the spy out there. That was a delay blitz. He just came in and blew him up all the way back to the two-yard line. So now a third and 17 situation for Coulter and this Warrior offense. I mean, they just can't get anything going, Chad. No, sir. They're going to come a little bit tighter now. They will enter a tight end of the ball game, now a shift. And this could be a quick kick punt. This is a smart call. I think we got a little punt coming. And now oh, we got a whistle. They moved. False start, so they're going to move them back a couple yards. And, and, and I love the play call, by the way. But now you're, the element of shock and surprise is no longer there. Yep. You know, that's what you're hoping for on a day like today. Chad, you know from your playing career here, 
this is a wind tunnel. You want to call that a career? You're too sweet. This is a wind tunnel unlike any other. You look at one end of the field, and it looks like the the wind's blowing another way. You look the other way, and it looks like it's blowing a completely different way. Oh, you know that, buddy. You know that. By the way, happy anniversary to you. you. Yes. 23 years. It's crazy. Man. Goals. I've got three in the books. I'm taking notes. (laughs) There's a little bit of delay right now. Counting my wife for about... 27 years total, so who's counting? Very nice. Very cool. What are you going to do tonight? Anything special? Uh, nice Watch a dinner. hockey game? Yeah, yeah. I wish. <laughs> There's a little uh, 90 now route. Shake and bake. Melia going to get it across the 10 to the 11 and 12 and pushed out of bounds. And a little bit of oomph after that. That tackle was made by Dela on the near sideline by Jaden Cocklin. Just give yourself a little room. That's all that play is. Try to put the ball in the hands of a playmaker. Who knows? Maybe he he can get the, I mean, mean, really mile that they needed. But in the meantime, you give yourself a little room. You don't want to be backed up in the end of the the back of the end zone. How many times have we seen a guy take that one extra step backwards and it ends up stepping out of the end zone or the intense pressure? Yeah. That's about 10 feet outside the back of the end zone, wasn't it? (laughs) Up in Minnesota. And that wasn't even a punter. That's your QB. Let's see if the pilots bring pressure here. Fourth and nine, and the punt is underway at the one, and this is a dandy. It's going to get over the head of the return man for De La Salle Beasley, and this thing's going to roll all the way to the 35-yard line. And that is a whale of a punt by number 14, Jake Coulter, who doubles as the quarterback. You know, Brett Stanley did a great job of, of watching that ball, and it looked for a second like he was going to pick it up and try to make it play. But there were five Rice guys right on. There's nothing good that's going to come out of that scenario. So he quickly backed away and lived to fight another day. That's a smart play. Sean, that was nearly blocked. Sure was. By Jaden Conklin. He made that last tackle, and he is upset with himself. Like, he just blew a coverage like you wouldn't believe. It's almost as if the punter readjusted and, and, and kind of let it go off one side of the foot as opposed to the front of the foot. Right on. So De La Salle takes over at their own 35-yard line. Drogosh is still in. No J.C. Ford yet again. There's a pitch left side. This is Gerling. Gerling's going to be spilled on the jet sweep pitch on the far side. That's a nice play by the defensive end for Brother Rice as we look to get a number. Well, Gerling came in motion, and, and to me that basically told everybody, including the guys up here, where they were going with that ball. And Rice smelled it out nicely, uh, made the tackle back at about the 34-yard line for a loss of one. Ryan Irvin, great pursuit there from the linebacking position. Yes, sir. So that's a loss on the play of one. 10-10 to go, second quarter. There's another throw, short throw, left side caught. Makes a man miss up across the 40 before being corralled. That catch made by number 18 for De La Salle. That's Schmelter, Devin Schmelter, the junior wideout. Boy, Rocco Melia makes that tackle, and you're talking about a two, three-yard loss on third and a mile. Uh, he doesn't make that tackle, and now a very manageable third and second. Third and two from their own 42. De La Salle on the near hash. Motion, fake handoff in motion. I've never seen that. Two to the left, two to the right. And it's number 30 in the backfield. Stanley to the right of Drogosh. Looks to his sideline to Dan Roan, his head coach and offensive coordinator. Gets the call. Brother Rice showing blitz in their 3-4. They don't. They back off. Throw out route 
overshot him, nearly got to the double out route, man. Deep downfield, incomplete punting time for DeLaSalle. Yeah, second time we've seen that tonight. You know, two men downfield, and the pass goes right in between them. The brother Rice defense makes another big stand. And, you know, at some point in time, this offense has to help this defense out. You know, they've been able to stop them in tight after a turnover. They've been able to shut them down, get themselves a turnover. Brother Rice offense has to repay them. And, and right now, Chad, they aren't doing much. No. Uh, again, and, and I just thinking out loud, you saw the first two plays of the game, J.C. Ford, who took the team 75 yards. Yeah. I know the element of surprise, but do you go back to him at some point now? Good question. Punt is underway. It's end over end. Back deep for Brother Rice is Rocco Melia. Melia is going to watch this thing roll out of bounds at about the 20-yard line. His daddy, Mark, played it. Brother Rice as well. There's a long line of Melia's. Also a long line of the other receiver, Mr. Lacanaria. There's been about four or five that have run through Birmingham Brother Rice. Now, did I hear correctly? This is the last one, at least yes. for now. Until yes. the next generation, right? I don't believe it, but yes, that was stated. Some of them are having a kid soon or something like that, you know? Cole Lacanaria is the junior wide receiver. Uh, this version and variety, 5.0. Might call him that, 5.0. Good. Might have a nickname. That's a good one. Oh, thanks. Good for one a year. <laughs> we got a little tight bunch formation here at the 20-yard line. Brother Wright's on their own 20. They're down 9 nothing with nine minutes left and some change in the second. There's a swing pass right to Johnson, who came out of the game earlier, and he might come out of the game again. He is sat down at the 18-yard line, a loss of about two. Great pursuit across the way by the Pilots. Yeah, I apologize. I can't tell. I, I believe I believe that was number eight. Yep. Paul Kelliker. Uh, coming over and making that tackle, a, a, a great read on it, and I didn't have a chance. I mean, blew him up, ends up going in the books as a loss of two. Another tough situation that the Warrior offense finds himself in now at second and 12. A lot of negative plays. The last five, there's been about four of the five have been negative plays, and Coach K wants to talk it over. We'll talk it over with him. We're back in a moment on the Patriot. 8.30 to go until halftime. 9-0. Deal of Sal over Brother Rice. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena, a Catholic university. Located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. Let's return to the Mitten Mortgage broadcast booth for more CHSL football action. Second and a dozen for Brother Rice. There's a snap. It's errant, but the whistle's not blown yet, so that's going to come back and get negated. But yet again, another miscommunication. Yeah, I mean, a miscommunication with the officials as well. I don't, I don't think they had spotted the ball and, and started the clock. Quite frankly. Well, that's the thing. When, when, they you're, are. when you're carrying the ball, you're the center. Yeah. You kind of have control yeah. to snap that thing whenever you want. Yeah, there's the whistle. <laughs> now they're going to get her going. There we go. Eight thirty left till halftime. Brother Rice down nine nothing to De La Salle, who's come out 
and made a statement in the Dan Rohn era. Hitch route right side, caught Melia, dropped out of bounds. Not dropped, but pushed out of bounds. Good coverage across the way. Knocked out by Deontay Dandridge, the junior defensive back. Boy, is Melia a strong kid. 6'2", 195. He took a shot. He got low, you know, the old low man wins thing, and kind of looked at him and said, what? You know, because he wasn't (laughs) able to knock him down. They had to get some positive yardage. It's only five, but certainly a much more manageable third and seven. 8.18 left, clock running. Far side hash, one running back to the right of the quarterback, Coulter. Three to the left, one to the right. Back to pass, in trouble, pocket breaks down. Coulter wants to run, skips forward, and he'll get just beyond the line of scrimmage. Not enough for the first down. Tripped up by the defensive tackle, Dylan Weaver, with a first down saving tackle. Looks like some confusion yet again in that Brother Rice backfield. We've seen it a few times here tonight. So this is going to be a fourth and five situation. Coulter back to punt. It's an interesting situation always when you have your quarterback that doubles as your punter. An advantage, no doubt. But I don't think this is an area to get funny in, right? No, 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 no. You know, we used to see that a lot when we were younger. I remember uh, Danny White of the Dallas Cowboys oh, was yeah. a punter quarterback Was he? Yeah. Is that right? Yes. In the NFL? Yes, sir. Wow. De La Salle is late getting off the field. They had a player on the field as that thing was kicked. No flag is called, but it's great coverage and another solid punt by Coulter to get the ball deep out of his end. And Stanley's tackled at his own 37-yard line. coverage by the special teams. I mean, outstanding right on top of him. Didn't give him the opportunity to make two men miss. He made the initial man miss, but there were three other Warriors waiting for him there, Chad. Great coverage, no doubt, and that helps. Special teams for Brother Rice has kind of kept them around in this game. And uh, with 7-10 left, we are looking at another possession for De La Salle. They will bring in J.C. Ford. So Ford back in the lineup. He's responsible for the lone touchdown in this game. He had a two-play, 75-yard drive of his own to start this thing. Ford in the shotgun. Three to the, two to the left, two to the right. Stanley to his left. Jet sweep, handoff, fake. Ford keeps it himself and burrows forward for a nice gain of four across the 40 to the 41. I'll tell you, that is one heck of a fake because I, I, my eyes now take it for granted. I'm 85 years old, but my eyes thought for sure he gave it to the running back. Great job of squirting out and picking up about four yards there. Great forward lean and power from Ford, who's had uh, on the ground already 80 yards rushing. Another play. Ford calls his own number again. Why not? Burrows forward. Spilled it about the 44-yard line. Gain of three. It's going to set up a third down and six with six and a half left till halftime. Well, that's the one thing they've done when they brought Ford out there is they're, they're having him run it. Uh, when, when he comes out there, he's taking the snaps and he's running it. You know, it might be one of those times where you surprise him and have him pop back. You know he can do it. Right. We'll see if they do that here. Two tight ends to the right. Now motion right to left from the tight end, Kelliker. Ford's going to hand off this time, and he is going to hand it to his classmate who's going to fall forward for a first down at the 49. Did he hand off or did he keep it? He kept kept it it himself, yeah. So Ford three plays, gets 11 yards, and that'll move the chains. He's pretty good with that sleight of hand, isn't he? Real good with it. 
and a smart kid, too. Rochester and, Adams kid, my broadcast partner and Wayne State Hall of Famer, Josh Rennell from the Rochester Adams family. Well, don't tell him he boogied out of town. <laughs> Josh Rennell, what a uh, what a warrior. Yeah. This time a handoff left side. This is a sweep by Beasley, and he spilled after a gain of three near the Brother Rice sideline. And that tackle made by the Brother Rice warrior corner, Alfredo Velasquez. He's actually the strong safety, the sophomore at 5'8". Just couldn't get that edge. Be- Beasley, you know, one more step, and maybe he's able to turn the corner on the far side of the field, but great pursuit, as you mentioned, Chad, to blow that up and keep it to only a gain of three. 5.20 left till halftime. De La Salle, nine, Brother Rice, nothing. Ford in at quarterback still. They've been moving with him. He hands off this time, and he is dropped. The running back that had the rock was Stanley, and Stanley spilled. That's going to be a loss of about four, and that's going to bring him all the way back to the 45. So Brother Wright's starting to flash on defense. I think they're going to mark that forward progress at about the 49-yard line, but still you're talking oh, wow. about okay, a that long helps. way. It's going to be about a third and ten now. Third and ten it is, 4.48 and rolling. Ford and this De La Salle offense in a third and ten officially on their own 49. Stanley, the tailback. Drogosh now will check in for Ford. Drogosh in the shotgun, stands at his own 44. Back to pass, looks right, has time, looks left, looking down the field, and he overshot a double-covered receiver that was covered like a blanket. Incomplete pass, punting time for De La Salle. Give this brother Rice defense credit yet again it was great coverage chad i'm sure you saw the same thing the primary receiver was doubled great coverage near side and in the middle of the field this brother rice defense is doing its job they are they have picked it up and uh de la salle is gonna have to punt it back deep is rocco melia to receive this uh, punt left, 4th and 10 officially. And the punt is a squibber and a flipper, and that is a flopper that's going to roll out of bounds at the 33. So a shanker off the right leg of De La Salle's Michael Bucci, who doubles as the tight end, a break for Brother Rice, maybe a chance, Sean Belegian, for them to get some money here. Well, I think he felt the pressure. There were three guys on top of him, and he kind of had to quick kick that. That ball went straight up in the air. You know, it's like when you're trying to kick a nerf. You ever try to kick a nerf? You can't do it. And it almost looked like he was kicking a nerf, and it just went straight up in the air. But he got a little pilot bounce, so, you know, saved a little face. Right. Everybody at home is going to try to kick a nerf today, by the way. You can't do it, I'm telling you. Oh, no. Uh-uh-uh. I usually kick the nerf backwards. Yes. Go to kick it right? up, and it would yeah. come back yep. eventually. Brother Rice takes over at their own 33. They're down by 9. 9 nothing. 4.17 to go. Coulter, the quarterback. Over the middle, got a man. Tight coverage, incomplete, broken up. Nice play by Beasley. Isn't he something? I, you know, we've talked a couple times about how he's been the spy out there. That time in coverage did the smart play, not getting his arm around the would-be receiver, getting his arm in front of the would-be receiver. Just a great play to break that up. And that's what Dan Roan has been preaching. Physical, smart, be prepared. That's what he wants his kids to be. All those things. And uh, that time, no doubt, that play was a microcosm of that. So now we're at a second and ten for Brother Rice. 4-13 to go, 9-0 to LaSalle. 
pass is batted down at the line. Blitz coming from the outside, and it's knocked back into the face of Coulter, who's going to face a third and ten with 410 to go, Sean. You know, they've got to change something up with this offense. It's just nothing is working right now. You know, try to put a different wrinkle out there. You know, even go to a wildcat type of thing. I, nothing's working for this offense right now. Uh, by the way, let's give some credit to this pilot defense. Sure, but sure. some of the wounds have been self-inflicted by this offense. That's right. The defensive front getting some hands up. You got Weaver, Dobbs, Kelliker, Deontay Dial, all causing some havoc. Third and ten, shotgun formation. Motion left to right for Brother Rice. The motion man is Garrity. Throw over the middle, caught, tough catch. And short of the first down, great hands catch that time. Snagged by number 80. And that is... uh, is that Henry Garrity? You know, it's interesting because what happened there, uh, to me, Chad, is is the pilot showed blitz and then backed off, and he found that crease. And I, I thought if he turned it upfield, he might go, but it was a great tackle right at the 40-yard line. Coulter staying out there. They're like going to go for it. Go for it. I have a feeling he punched this away. I have a feeling you're right, if not trying to draw them off before that. We'll see what he does. Shotgun formation. Two to the left, two to the right. They need three yards. They're at their own 40. 321 left, and now we get a timeout called by Brother Rice. Coach K is going to talk it over. We'll talk it over with him. We're going to break. CHSL game of the week. The final 319 coming up. 9-0. De La Salle. We're back in a moment. This is the Patriot. The CHSL game of the week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Politics and religion. It's been said that you don't discuss them in mixed company. Probably by someone who didn't really understand either of them. Why follow their rules? Detroit has two radio stations that shatter them. One documents the rebuilding of a great America. While the other shares the promise of the infinite. The Patriot has all the great news about growing the economy and a strengthening nation. Faith Talk Detroit raises the soul and affirms the heart. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400. And Faith Talk Detroit on FM. FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Welcome back to Detroit, Michigan. And uh, we're happy to be here for Brother Rice and De La Salle. This is our second game on the CHSL Game of the Week. Had one, of course, last night, 21-12. Jeremy Otto and I called Detroit Catholic Central and Harper Woods. All right, so we got a fourth down and three now, Sean. Uh, Brother Rice, what do you call here? You know what? I, th- I still think they're going to punt this away. I, I, I just do. Uh, you know, there it is. Coulter's yep, moving back in punt position here on WDTK Detroit. And now Stanley responding in kind all the way back at his 32. Snap is low, but no pressure. It's banged away at his own 30. Stanley calls for the fair catch and catches it at his own 30. So that's where De La Salle will start. Stanley picks up the ball and chucks it to the other sideline. Get that rock out of here. <laughs> we want our football. You know what will be interesting to see is, is how the pilots are, are going to take this. Because, you know, as Coach Roan told us earlier today, they want to go up-tempo. They want to attack. But this is an interesting point with 313. You grind out the drive, any kind of points you put on the board, you'll be happy with. Obviously, you'd love seven here, but uh, this is a good scenario for Coach Roan to say, we're going to kill some clock, 
and see if we can put some points on late in this first half with a 9 nothing lead. I think that's right. 3.13 to go at his own 30. And at quarterback, DeLaSalle's going to go back to Dragic. Dragic going to throw it right side, has Stanley, but he is spilled quickly on a nice open field tackle by Brother Rice, who came over to make that play. Nice play from the safety spot. Looked like number 33 it was. for Brother Rice, and that is Ryan Irvin. Yeah, and you know what? He over-pursued it, but was able to kind of pull that paw back and, and knock that leg out from underneath him. Oscar McWood and Ryan Irvin, a couple of linebackers that they really like a lot at Brother Rice. So now that puts them in a second down and eight from their own 32. It's De La Salle with the purple tops, white helmets, white pants. Handoff right side. It's Stanley skipping his way up across the 34 to the 35-yard line. And that'll bring up a third and five for De La Salle. Boy, can he dance. It is amazing. The juke that that young man has. Of course, we're talking about Brett Stanley, the senior. Uh, made a couple dances, just a, just a couple skips to pick up three yards there. He might be intimidating at a homecoming or prom. <laughs> I mean, the kid can boogie a little, can he? He can. We're under two minutes, partner. Third and four officially from their own 36. Dragic in the shotgun. Sends three wide receivers to the left, one to the right. He's looking right. Hitch route. Bobbled. Ball in the air and nearly intercepted on the tip. That was well covered and nearly picked off by the free safety, Alfonso Velasquez. Incomplete and punting time as the clock stops with 147 left. Jack Janicic, the intended receiver, pass was high, but it hit him in the hands. You know, that's one that, uh, was it coming in with some heat? Yeah, but I think Jack might be the first guy to tell you he probably should have caught that one. Now, interesting scenario for Brother Rice with everything that's gone wrong offensively this first half. They've got a buck 47 to try to change the script. They do. No timeouts left. However, the punt is low. It's a wobbler. Melia nearly called for a fair catch. He did. And, in fact, that could be a flag. It was a half-hearted fair catch. And he thought, eh, I'll take it and run. Officials said, "Uh uh-uh. But the officials did not call a penalty, Sean. Yeah, he definitely threw the hand up there. And that's why the official waved it dead. There's your flag. Absolutely. you got to throw a flag there. And they do throw it. And, again, the officials come together. They took a little time. But they did get it right. And at the end of the day, that's what it's all about, isn't it? Get it right. Yep. Forget about the delay. It's okay. And they do get it right here. Good good teamwork by the officials. Yep. Have that conversation. Blew the play dead immediately. Amelia tried to scamper away, but that whistle was blowing because he did. It was ever so slight, yeah. but he put that right hand up and waved it. So that's going to be a loss of five yards there. So it'll back Brother Rice up to the 26-yard line. Coach K, the head coach for Brother Rice, part of that uh, three state titles in the uh, mid-2000s. And uh, he has come back full circle. He's bounced around to a few different clubs, but has found a home as the head coach right here at Brother Rice. And We'll see what this offense brings. Four wide receivers. We're under two minutes. 140 left officially. Brother Rice down by nine and with it. Aria gets the handoff right side. No, he doesn't. It's kept by the quarterback, Coulter, who squirts forward to about the 36-yard line. Or was that Melia who came in in the Wildcat? Absolutely. So Rocco Melia now in at quarterback. They love to move this kid around because he's so athletic and such a playmaker. And why not? 
Clock running, though, 117 and running. Second down and two from their own 34. Mealy in the shotgun. Rides it into the quarterback. It's Johnson into the running back, rather, and he fights for it, has a first down. So that'll stop the clock. He's up to the 40-yard line, and here comes Brother Rice on the move, Sean. Nolan Ray just kind of counter, started up the middle, came near side, knew where he had to get to, got to that point, and Brother Rice making something happen with Rocco Milia at the QB position. In motion, Lacanaria and Milia again. This time he gives it to Lacanaria, who's in trouble in the backfield, dances around, gets some forward yardage, but not much, maybe a yard to the 41. And the clock running, 46 seconds left, and no timeouts for Brother Rice. they got to hustle, Sean. Boy, and Brett Stanley, great job of pursuit. He didn't make the play, but he kind of set up the trap for the rest of the defense to catch him in. Only a gain of one. Sort of hemmed it in a bit. That's a nice job by the senior. Now, Dragic throws it left side. Melia has the hands catch on the sideline. Did he make it at the 31? He did. What a catch by Rocco Melia after it was heaved up by Jake Coulter in a quarterback. Boy, they keep flip-flopping, but the former quarterback goes to the current quarterback for a big gain, Sean, into pilot territory at the 30. And I'll tell you what, there should have been a flag thrown on the play as well. I mean, the reception was made, so it would have negated it, but Deontay Dandridge knew he was beaten, basically grabbed the back of Melia's pants right? and yanked on him as he pulled that reception in. Wow. So, 23 and a half seconds left. No timeouts for Brother Rice. They're on the move. Their best position yet. And now there's a little in-and-out move and a flag route, a little sluggo route, and it's busted for P.I. this time, partner. That's going to be 15 more yards, and the guilty party on the far sideline is Matthew Bushon, I believe. Yeah, I, I would, I, I'm would. i watching seven on the near side of the field. He's in single coverage with Deontay Dandridge. Ooh. I'd go to seven here. No I, I mean, I, I really would. Yeah, This is exactly, Chad, the scenario that we talked yep. about for everything wrong that brother rice has done in this first half and there's been a plethora of it you can make that all go away putting a drive together at this late juncture sure no doubt you get a touchdown here you're within a field goal of taking the lead and getting points on the board via even a field goal would be huge for brother rice this is their best drive of the game no doubt they're inside the 20 of de la salle 19 seconds left coulter back in at quarterback melia isolated on the left side all alone. Let's see if they go to him, like my partner called for. They're going to look over the middle. Got a wide open lock in area. Touchdown, Warriors! On a post route that was blown coverage, wide open. They make the connection, and the Warriors are within a field goal of tying this thing. Amazing drive, and it started with putting Rocco Melia in, uh, you know, and using him in that wildcat thing. Coulter comes back in, makes a couple of big plays down the field. Help of a penalty. And just like that, Brother Rice gets a score they desperately needed to make this a 9-6 game, PAT pending. Every scoring play is brought to you by Siena Heights. And that touchdown brought to you by Siena Heights University. Find out more. Go to siennaheights.edu. There is a penalty on Brother Rice after the play. Is that what it was? Did he do anything fun? No. 
No. Just kind of threw the football. If you're going to get it, might as well slam it. Yes. Right? You know what? (laughs) Come on, man. Do the old Billy Sims. Exactly. Did you watch that Lions replay the other night? The 1980 uh, Detroit Lions. It was so much. Oh, Billy Sims' birthday was yesterday. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, 65 uh, years young. 65 years young. Boy, that first game, I remember it plain as day. A young kid thought, this is the start of something special. (laughs) Yeah. 40 years later? Oh, boy. 35-yard extra point is well short, but there was contact and potentially roughing the kicker, but no call. I think no they call. said he got a, a piece of you the ball. You get a tip? Yeah, yeah it, looked, okay. it looked like he got in and got a piece of the ball and then the follow-through. So both teams miss extra points, but it's 9-6 to six now as Brother Rice is in the end zone on the Lacanaria touchdown pass from Coulter. Uh, with 13.2 seconds left, Sean, we've got a football game like we thought we would have before this baby started. Yeah, you know, if you're Brother Rice, you're feeling really good about yourself right now because you finally got something going on your offense. The defense had certainly been there. And, and conversely, you know what? That should be the message from Coach Roan uh, with the Pilots. We're in the lead right now, okay? We're, we've got this. You know, there were going to be some bumps early on, but with all that being said... We're not down. We're in the lead. Now, Brother Rice does get possession to start the second half when the second half starts in a few minutes. But before we get there, 13.2 seconds here. Let's see what uh, Brother Rice elects to do here. Maybe a squib kick at this late juncture. We'll see. Yeah. uh, I mean, this has been uh, kind of out of nowhere with Brother Rice. And it all started with Melia getting the Wildcat offense going. Sort of a wrinkle that they threw in with Coach K. So here we go. Brother Rice to kick off right to left on a beautiful Saturday in Detroit. The campus of Wayne State University, Adams Field. 13.2 ticks left. Indeed, it's a squib. It's corralled by De La Salle at the 40. And they'll hit the deck quickly with 10.8 seconds to go. This is just a formality. Yeah. Yeah, you know, maybe you say to yourself, let's take one crack, but more often than not, you see team come out and just say, we're going to take the knee and get into the halftime with a 9-6 to lead. Yeah, uh, we'll see. Coach Roan certainly has an offense that uh, he likes to be aggressive, wants to be up-tempo, and he says, we're going to find the pieces. We're going to use some of the old. We're going to use some of the new. He said that with the traditions, too. He wanted to keep these kids intact with what they were used to. So with 10.8 seconds left from their own 40, Dragic in the shotgun, and he is going to hand off. This is Stanley. He's going to have about four or five, and that's how this half will end in the Motor City. So stick around. Sean and I will come back to recap this first half and much, much more. Right now, De La Salle, who took the opening drive, 75 yards for a touchdown, finds himself up, but up by just three. De La Salle, nine. Brother Rice, six. We're coming back in just a moment. Thanks so much for listening as you're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week right here on The Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. 
Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Hello, friends. This is John McCullough, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Here's how it works. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk Radio, and then scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's that simple. Or you can just pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out today at Radio.com. Mike Gallagher is seeing things getting out of hand. Two innocent cops sitting in a patrol car, ambushed, both shot in the head. It's awful, it's disgusting, it's despicable, and Biden's worried about how many people went to the Trump rally in Nevada. The Mike Gallagher Show, weeknights at 9 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Welcome back to Detroit, Michigan. He's Sean Belegian. My name is Chad Bush. We're having some fun here. The CHSL Game of the Week. I want to remind everybody, the Alliance Catholic Credit Union has everything you need to manage your money, including a checking account that pays dividends, low-rate loans, and a great mobile app. Alliance Catholic is actively involved in supporting Catholic schools, organizations, and parishes. The Credit Union champions education through scholarships and extensive financial literacy programs. Visit AllianceCatholic.com to learn more. You can join online in minutes. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League, federally insured by the NCUA. It is 9-6 at halftime. Warren De LaSalle, the Pilots, with a three-point lead over Birmingham Brother Rice in this opener for both these teams, an opening week in the state of Michigan for high school football. Look, these two teams have won several titles in the 2000s, and uh, this was not a year that they were both picked to win the Catholic League AA division, Sean, but... Both showing signs today that there are enough pieces to make a statement in the Catholic League and perhaps in the state tournament. Yeah, it's, you know, for Brother Rice, a lot of the questions are on offense, and they've got the explosiveness. It's about putting it together. I mean, as we've talked about and we saw it there, especially at the late juncture of this first half, the wide receivers alone, you know, are guys that if you – can get that ball and get them in space, look out. Um, you know, I was really impressed early on with with uh, the pilots because, you know, you thought that maybe some of the confusion might come from them. But when all else fails, you put the ball in the hands of a playmaker, and that's exactly what Ford is. And you uh, so aptly mentioned this is a young man that has been making plays for a while now, and he comes to the pilots and, Two runs, and boom, you're in the end zone, and you're up 6 nothing to start the season. Oh, by the way, under a new coach in, in an offseason unlike any that we've ever seen and may ever see again. So, uh, you know, this is a situation where right now, Chad, that's what I'm saying. If I'm if I'm uh, Coach Roan, I'm saying that right now. Listen, guys, I know we gave up that late touchdown. We're up in this one, okay? 
the difficult part is out of the way. Yep. You know, trying to get the reps and get that fami- familiarity on the field. Let's go out there and execute in the last 24 minutes and find a way to win this game. Bull team, Sean, with a couple of turnovers. We saw some messiness. We thought there would be that with a short turnaround getting the season underway for everyone in the state. Uh, but there were some nice things, including a De La Salle field goal uh, that would cap off a solid drive. Not what they wanted, but it was a field goal, and it would put them up 9 nothing in the first quarter. Uh, most of the second quarter, no scoring. Late in the quarter, though, Rocco Melia comes in. They throw a wrinkle of the Wildcat, and he drives him down the field and leads a very impressive drive that he had a nice little condom tambo with Mr. Coulter. Yeah, he did. A nice, nice reception on the near side of the field right in front of the De La Salle sideline, and he was being interfered with at the same time. It's an amazing, Chad. Both touchdowns, you know, featured that wrinkle, the Wildcat. You know, somebody going in there running that Wildcat offense, that was all the craze a few years ago, as you remember, in the National Football League and even the college level. Sure. And defense has kind of figured that out. It's a little more difficult to do that at this level, and that's why you still see teams kind of revert to that and get some big plays out of uh, the Wildcat when they decide that they're going to do that. Going to be interesting to see how De La Salle manages their offense moving forward. We talked about Ford and his 60-yard touchdown run to open the game, and uh, some of the ins and outs, Dragic and Ford both kind of rotating. Uh, Ford was able to move them a bit on their final drive. How do you see the offense shaking out and, and settling in for De La Salle in the second half? Well, you know what? I mean, every time I, I hear somebody talk about a young player, the thing that I always remember is what Gary Pinkle told me. Uh, he, of course, was a coach at Toledo, and sure. I had the, the fortune doing some broadcasts down there back in the day. He went on to Missouri. He always used to say to me, we got to stop calling young players young players very early. This is a kid that's been in there now. He's yeah. made some mistakes. He's missed on some throws. But you know what? He's going to settle down, and all of a sudden, he's not the young player anymore. He's got a little seasoning. I'm not saying that that's going to happen in the second half, but that's what I'd be telling that young man. Hey, forget about the fact you're a sophomore. Forget about the, the fact that this is your show now. You just played a half. We're in the lead. No matter what happened, remember that. It's about winning football games. Maybe the young man settles down because of it. We'll see also Brother Rice and, and some of the different pieces that they've had. Uh, not as much of the passing attack uh, that they've been able to at least promote, that they've had a, a strength in. They also have been without Jaden Johnson for most of this game, who we saw go out in the first series. How much of an impact not having Johnson in this game, the four 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 five guy, uh, to carry some of the run load and take off the pressure. Well, uh, I think I think it's big, and you know, it, Jake Coulter's another guy. If I may, you know, he settled down himself in that first sure. half. He's a junior quarterback. He missed some throws. I mean, he missed two yeah. touchdowns in in the uh, the south end of the end zone, as it were, here at Tom Adams Field. But you're right when you got that guy, that um, security blanket, if you will, and he's not there. Brother Rice has to look to, uh, to find a way to make things happen. Maybe, just maybe, we haven't seen the last of Milia kind of running out of that Wildcat formation. That kid is shifty. You can see why so many people were talking about number seven. Both teams kind of similar. Got the drop back guy option. Now you got a Wildcat guy. At least you got a couple bullets in there that both coaches, Dan Rohn and Coach K, are going to have some fun with in the second half. Right now at halftime, it's uh, De La Salle 9, Brother Rice 6. This is the CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. 
There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic university in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.sienaheights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect can do for you. We have always believed that every child learns differently, so we develop individualized plans for each student. This year, we are delivering educational support in every possible way, in person, in our center, or at your home and virtually. Any subject, any grade, anywhere. The Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. TheStudentConnect.com. Hey, Warrior fans, Sean Belegian here inviting you to join us each and every Saturday for 16 weeks right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015 and AM 1400. The Patriot is at 1 o'clock. We jump back on the highway, the Road Warriors return trip to that magical run in 2011. Relive every moment right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015 and AM 1400. The Patriot This is Randy Brown with the Patriot Detroit, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 101.5 FM and AM 1400, you can also listen to us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap News Talk, and scroll down to WDTK, the Patriot. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. Welcome back to the Catholic High School League football game of the week halftime here in our fine game here today. Excited about this brand new segment. It's the two-minute drill. You'll hear it every week here on the Patriot, sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending. We have two fine employees from Mitten Mortgage with us. It's Mac Horvath and Chris Sabonic. Guys, how are you? Good, Jeremy. Good, thanks, Jeremy. Just off the top of your head, Chris, I want to start with you. What are some reasons that refinancing makes a lot of sense right now? Because it does. Yeah, well, Jeremy, interest rates are really low. So some people right now are refinancing and getting a lower payment. Some are shaving years off their mortgage. Some people are doing both. Uh, we've got others who are taking cash out for school tuition. So a lot of different options available right now. And what does that look like in terms of what does somebody have to go through to, to do that? Well, Jeremy, for example, uh, I mean, if someone had originally did a 30-year mortgage and borrowed $300,000 at 4% or higher uh, 10 years ago, and they decided to do a cash-out refi now, uh, they're going to get a 2.99 or better, and they can take between seventy dollars to $100,000 cash out and saving over $150 a month on their mortgage payment and saving money long-term over the interest of the life of the two loans. And Mac, probably the number one question for everybody listening, oh, there's got to be a cost. What's you know the average cost of refinancing? So with the refinance, you are going to have some title fees attached to that, along and also with uh, some costs associated with setting up your new escrow account. Normally, we are able to roll these costs actually into the loan. So at the end of the day, you're going to come out with paying nothing out of your own pocket. And at Mint Mortgage, you know, we have no added junk fees attached to your loan. So you're not paying for anything that you don't have to. Well, that wraps up the two-minute drill with Mint Mortgage Lending here today. Be sure to reach out to them for your home financing needs, whether it be a refinance, a new home purchase, or just to get pre-approved for your new loan. Let the team at Mint Mortgage Lending be on your team. You can reach out to them today at 734-922-2252. 
or visit mittenloans.com slash apply to get started. You can also research or read reviews on Google and Facebook. Second half getting closer and closer here on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriots, stick with us. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena, a Catholic university. Located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. Have we gotten to the point where at some high school game that an official has finally had enough from coaches, players, and adults, pulls off the whistle, and offers it to you? Let's hope not. There's no way you could do a better job. It's on everyone to promote good sportsmanship. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Promoting the value and values of educational athletics. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week, only on The Patriot. Hello, friends. This is Luke Hammett, and I have some exciting news for you. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Here's how it works. Just go to Radio.com, choose News Talk Radio, then scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's that simple. Or you can just pick us up on the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you'll love it. Check us out today at Radio.com. Welcome back to Detroit City. My name is Chad Bush alongside Sean Belegian. Alex Westfall, the on-site engineer. Brian Bolesky, the uh, really excellent engineer from our studios in Ferndale. Brian's been doing it. Double B for years and years. What would we do without him? Glad to have him with us. Great to be back and watching football and and doing good things. Sean, we look at the second half and and some keys uh, for each team. Give me just some thoughts on each side and what what each team needs to do to come away in this three-point game. You know, for Brother Rice, it's accentuate the positive. Everything's worked for them except their offense until that last drive. I'd mix it up a little bit just like that. Just say, hey, let's throw caution to the wind, whether it be two-minute drill, whether it be throwing Milia in there again in the Wildcat. Mix it up because what they were doing, really, Chad, for 23 of the 24 minutes of that first half didn't work. And, you know, if I'm Dee LaSalle, I, I'm, I'm saying the same thing that we talked about just before half. All right, stinks we gave up that late last score. But we are in the driver's seat. Let's find a way to do what we do. You guys feel more comfortable now. This young quarterback uh, certainly is going to feel more comfortable as well. And, of course, we're talking about Brady Drogosh. So 
right now, this isn't anybody's football game, and that is what you want, certainly in week one under this beautiful, beautiful mid-September sky. No doubt. Nine to six, your score now. De La Salle over Brother Rice as we uh, near a couple minutes until the second half starts. Uh, this is a shortened season, and teams each missed a couple of games, Sean, and everybody's going to make the playoffs now. Uh, the season's sort of mixed up. What's the most important things that teams are going to have to adjust to from a season strategy standpoint uh, with this thing going on in the pandemic? You know, Chad, I think the most important thing already happened, and that's kicking the ball off, really. I yeah. mean, there, there's uh, the start, stop, start, stop, will we, won't we game is over, and mm-hmm. now they can go back to doing what they do, and that's playing football. I think for us as broadcasters and certainly fans out there, we're all more in tune with the nine games and looking at playoff points and everything. These boys can just play. Right. And, and if you get better as the season progresses, it'll pay itself off come playoff time. But to me, the biggest battle was let's get this started. Let's make mistakes. They're going to happen. We've seen them in this game. We've seen them all weekend long. But the most important thing already happened. No doubt. We do have some scores uh, to pass along from what we've seen already in the Catholic League uh, this week already, and uh, we'll, we'll get to some of those here in just a moment. First off, Thursday night, Orchard Lake St. Mary's at home took care of business and made the Catholic League proud with a 28-7 to uh, beating of Wald Lake Western in Orchard Lake. I covered that game with Matt Derry, and we had a good time watching the Eagles just unravel uh, a running attack that they've offered for several years. Yeah, that's a big win to do it in such convincing fashion against that uh, Warrior football team. That's a big win for OLSM, one of my favorite locations to go. You can't beat that turf. No, 26 buildings on campus, lakefront property. Watch out. Friday night we saw uh, yesterday, Friday was yesterday, Detroit Catholic Central taking care of business at home. They get the win 21-12 to over Harper Woods. Another impressive victory uh, led by Dan Anderson's club. They really took care of business. Yeah, another great place to go see a game and uh, business as usual for the Shamrocks. We're going to take a timeout, partner. We're coming right back with second-half action. D. LaSalle and Brother Rice, you're listening to CHSL Game of the Week coverage on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. Hey, Warrior fans, Sean Belegian here inviting you to join us each and every Saturday for 16 weeks right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015 and AM 1400. The Patriot is at 1 o'clock. We jump back on the highway, the Road Warriors' return trip to that magical run in 2011. Relive every moment right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Hello, friends. This is John McCullough, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Here's how it works. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk Radio, and then scroll down to WDTK The Patriot. It's that simple. Or you can just pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out today at Radio.com. So it's Cody Cummins to kick it off for De La Salle to start the second half to Brother Rice. Kick is fielded at about the 20, upfield to the 25, and across the 35-yard line. Return man that time for the Warriors, number 31, and that's Charlie D'Angelo, the junior wide receiver. 
Alliance Catholic Credit Union has everything you need to manage your money, including a checking account that pays dividends, low rates, and a great mobile app. Alliance Catholic is actively involved in supporting Catholic schools, organizations, and parishes. The Credit Union champions education through scholarships and extensive financial literacy programs. Visit AllianceCatholic.com to learn more. You can join online in minutes. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League, federally insured by the NCUA. Second half action, Brother Rice has it on the near side hash, which is five seconds gone by in the third quarter. La Canaria gets the jet sweep handoff, has a first down, has more across the 45 to the 47-yard line before he spilled up by the free safety, and right away, Brother Rice with a little bit of spark, Sean, to start this second. If you're going to run that jet sweep, you got to have a jet. Lockinari is a jet. I mean, he, he got that edge, and he took one step, and, boy, he just exploded for 10 yards before contact. He's got some serious heat out there. And, again, you're seeing Rice finding a little bit of rhythm. They, they discovered it late in that first half. And at least on that first play, it looks like it carried over. Lacanaria had that touchdown, the 20-yard touchdown catch, wide open on a post route from Coulter. There's another mishandle in the backfield and a bobbled snap. Didn't know who to hand off to, and down he goes. A four-yard loss as Coulter's tackled in the backfield, and he's tackled by number 97. That's Dylan Weaver. That's four times now in this game, and we are not even a minute into this third quarter where there was miscommunication between the quarterback and one of the players in the in the offensive backfield. It looks like Brother Rice in that regard is the team that's picking up a new offense. It does. Two to the left, one to the right. Now in motion, Lacanaria. Potentially another jet sweep. Nope, fakes it. Instead, a quick hitter over the middle. Watch out. He'll go. This is a pass over the middle. Going to go 15-10-5. Touchdown, Warriors. A quick pop pass and a fake that froze the linebackers. And into the end zone goes Patrick McLean, the junior tight end. Boy, I'll tell you what. One missed tackle was all it took. I think that was 88, if I'm not mistaken. That may have been Henry Garrett. Chad, I'm with you. The the numbers are really difficult to read, folks, so you're going to have to excuse us. But uh, Garrity made one man miss, and it was off to the races. And just like that, Brother Rice on top. How about it? Garrity is the son of Pat Garrity, the former Notre Dame star in basketball and former Detroit Piston executive. And snap, hold, kick, extra point is up, and the extra point is good. So with 10 and 36 to go in the third quarter, Brother Rice strikes and now leads it 13 to 9 on the 55-yard touchdown pass from Coulter to Garrity. Unbelievable. I mean, just like that, they weren't doing anything offensively. They got a little momentum going late. Got that first touchdown, and then the big play to Henry Garrity, and and Chad, you nailed it, made one man miss, and as soon as he missed, it was over, off to the races. And I'll tell you what, for a six foot three, 200-pound tight end, my man can move. He got down the field quick, fast, in a hurry. They really like Garrity, a guy that uh, has a ton of potential and a young kid. I mean, this guy's uh, just a sophomore. 
Ryan Irvin on the kick for the Warriors. Now here's some adversity for the Pilots. They have literally led this game all the way. Let's see how they respond offensively. Yep. Irvin to boot it from his own 40. Right to left go the Warriors in the second half. The quick strike touchdown has the Warriors up by four. There's a low liner. Squibber picked up and drilled. Puts the head down. Runs over a man still going. And the kickoff return by De La Salle is going to set them up for a nice little field position. Kickoff return. Looked like Matthew Bushon. Yes, it was. And, and I'll tell you what, he looked like a linebacker yeah. returning that as well. He laid the hurt down at about the 30-yard line, and then he gave free piggyback rides for an additional five yards. It was like every warrior jumped on his back, and he ended up picking up another five yards. So let's see if the pilot offense can now respond. The pilot offense will be led by J.C. Ford to start this second half. Where's number 19 in purple? Ford will set his offense up. Two tight ends to the right. A running back to his right. Now motion by the tight end. Right to left by Gerzowak. There's a handoff left side. Ball's loose on the deck. And Brother Rice has recovered on the near sideline at the 45. Warrior football with all the momentum in the world right now in Detroit City. Boy, and Ford had a great read taking it near side off the edge. Picked up some positive yards, and it just looked like it was helmet on ball. Ball rolls loose, and that was perilously close to rolling out of bounds. Yeah. And I think that's what Coach uh, Roan is is talking to the official about on the near side. Are you mm-hmm. sure he recovered that in the field of play? Uh, but the official standing there shaking his head yes, so it will be warrior football. At the 44-yard line, Chad, let's see if they go for some quick change here as they've got all the momentum. I like that call. It's just been a tale of two halves. I know it's cliche, but it was Rice who came out sleepy in the start this game, second half. It's been De La Salle that's been put to rest. A lot of game left. Four-point lead for Rice. 10-19 to go in the third. Let's see about that quick exchange. Indeed, it's a pass over the middle. Caught. Nice little seven-yard gainer by the little scat slot man. That's Gianni Dalamonte, the 5'7 senior receiver. Boy, he's got a little shake and bake because that looked like it was going nowhere, and somehow, some way, he he created about three more yards out of that. We've got a player down on the field, so time out on the field. But uh, as you mentioned, Johnny Dalamonte, 5'7", 150 pounds with a little wiggle to turn that into a five-yard gainer. Noah Dobbs made the tackle on the play. Cannot see who is down for De La Salle. This is the concern with starting season so early with the lack of getting used to getting hit, too. Uh, getting used to contact, getting used to conditioning. And I'm not saying this is a result of it, this thing, but sure. it's just seeming to happen seeing the last couple games. You know, it was really interesting, Chad. I, I know you watch the NFL, just the slew of hamstring injuries last week. And I'm sorry, I really do think that is a a direct situation from not getting in the reps, not having the normal training camps, not having the exhibition games. Yep, no doubt. Young man is still down, and while he's down, we'll take a timeout with him. 10.03 to go in the third quarter. Brother Rice has come back, struck first in this second half. They lead it 13-9. Now let's keep it here. Young man popped up. You know, again, 
I'm not a doctor, nor do I play one on the radio, but it almost looked to me like they were stretching out that leg yep. like it was a hamstring issue. Yep, or a cramp, yeah, cramp mm-hmm. maybe, hamstring tinged. It was Noah Dobbs, by the way, the man who did make the tackle. Good to see him get up. His brother, Jacob Dobbs, had a legendary career here. Did he ever. He's now at Holy Cross and doing big things. Started as a freshman last year. There's a shotgun snap back to Coulter. He wants to go for it all. Looking right side and throws it up, and it's a fly route, and it's incomplete, but a flag thrown. He was looking for number five, Cole Lacanaria, the DB with tight, good coverage, but he might get hit with some P.I., Sean. Yeah, that's, the, that's uh, to me, that is the matchup that you want. Uh, Brett Stanley was the safety out there. You've seen Stanley do a little bit of everything. Stanley misjudged the ball and uh, gave a little shove, but they're going to call that. My goodness, that's going to be offensive. I think there's two flags down. Let's see. I think there's one yeah, in the there backfield and the there's ten. one. Yep, you're right. Uh, so, and they might both be on the offense. But you're right. The first call was pass interference on the offense. Let's see what the second flag was about. Dan Rohn on the field to have a word in the sharp gray quarter zip with the black pants. Dan Rohn, who started his coaching career in Northville, Michigan, but since went back to the left side of the state where he's from, played his college ball at Grand Valley. And boy, do they love the fact that he's in purple and gold. They think they got a steal. A guy who had 150 wins against 50 losses in his high school head coaching career and four state titles for West Catholic. Officials still chatting this thing up. Yeah. Get it right. That's the big question. Coach Roan out on the field. He's playing the role of referee, pointing the other way against Brother Rice. The officials are all pointing that way, and they're marking it off against Brother Rice. There's a holding. That was declined. And then the offensive pass interference is going to be accepted. So they're going to move him back 15 yards. So that momentum that Brother Rice just had uh, was taken away just like that. In a second and 20 situation, second and 18. How about it? We do have some other scores to pass along on the Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Those are coming up in just a moment. Thank you, Alex Westfall. Second and 22. My apologies. No, thank you, sir. Second and 22 from their own 46. Looking right. Got a man caught. There's a reverse pass and a flip back, and that is going to go for none. That is going to go for about a loss of one. De La Salle with a little pitch and catch, and they weren't fooled. Brother Rice tried a little razzle-dazzle partner and went for nothing. Yeah, they, they swing it out to Milia, who then pitches to the running back, Nolan Ray, and... Basically, the pilot defense just stayed home, and they had no room to maneuver. Ends up going in the book for a two-yard gain, but still third and a mile. We'll call it third and 20 for the Warriors. 13-9, the Warriors lead it over De La Salle. At De La Salle, their home field, it's Tom Adams Field. Back to pass, pressure, center screen set up beautifully. Has some room to Johnson. Cuts up the middle, bounces to the outside, flag is down. It would have got him about five yards to within the first down, but there's a flag down, and we'll see what this is about. There's also a pilot down again, and so a lot of action right now, Parter. 
I'm guessing that's in the area hold. I did not see it. I just saw the official make the sign, but that certainly is in the area of hold. So that is going to go against Brother Rice. Now, here's the here's the big question: Does Coach Roan decline it and set up the fourth and five from what about the the forty yard line? Yep. I mean, what are the chances that Rice says, "Ah, let's go for it, fourth and five at at the plus forty? I decline it, but we'll see what happens here as uh, the pilot player still on the ground being looked at by the training staff. Let's look at some scores from around the league. Let's start to today. This is actually outside the league, but it's happening down the street. It's worth noting. Detroit Cast Tech 14, Martin Luther King 12. That is in the second half, uh, just underway in the second half. Scores from yesterday on the Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Ann Arbor Gabriel Richard fell to Flint Beecher 27-19. Clarkston Everest 41. Allen Park Cabrini nothing. U of D, the Cubs, we mentioned it earlier, with a big 35-0 win over Divine Child, who was supposed to have a club. So credit U of D on that one. Bishop Foley from Madison Heights 48. Lutheran North 29. And Riverview Gabriel Richard 61. And Gross Point Woods Liggett 27. St. Clair Shores Lakeshore got shut out by Loyola 39 to nothing. And Oscoda put a number on Waterford Arlay the Lakes 58 to nothing. Today, Royal Oak Shrine uh, has won against Cardinal Mooney 48 to nothing. That is your Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Coach Roan did accept the penalty, by the way, a third and 21 now for Brother Rice. They just had the third and 22, picked up about 17, third and 21. Rocco Melia near side, wide left. Coulter in the shotgun, stands at his own 40, ball at the 45. Has time, looking right, looking for Lacanaria. Has a man caught short of the first down, but the deep curl route does get him back to about the same spot. They were at before the last penalty. Similar decision. Yeah, fourth and five now for Brother Rice. And uh, they're going to keep the quarterback on the field. That I can tell you because Coulter also doubles for the punter. But it creates an interesting situation, especially for uh, the pilots right now. You know, are they thinking pooch punt or are they thinking, hey, this kid's going to step back and throw? Right. Interesting decision. You are up by four playing with house money perhaps on the road with a lead we'll see what they do it is fourth and five officially 758 to go and coach k wants to talk it over we'll talk it over with them we're back in a moment to the motor city on the chsl game of the week from tom adams field right here on the patriot the chsl game of the week is sponsored by alliance catholic credit union and the student connection Dennis Prager says science isn't science anymore. The left is destroyed whatever it touches. The latest is uh, the sciences. The American people who are not brainwashed are starved for truth. When they say, oh, follow the science, they don't mean follow the science. They mean follow what the left accepts as science. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at noon on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Now, back to the CHSL Game of the Week. Welcome back to Tom Adams Field, home of the Wayne Estate Warriors and also home of these De La Salle Pilots. 
Brother Rice with a rock. Fourth and five. They're going for it from the 39 of De La Salle. Coulter in the shotgun. Two to the left, one to the right. And we've got a whistle and another pre-snap penalty. And this time, who's it going on? It's offsides. Oh. It is offsides, and partner, that's a dagger can't on fourth and five. have it. My goodness gracious, you can't have it. Now, it doesn't mean it's a first down, right? No, no. But you know it's darn close, and it is yeah, a first down. Yeah, it is a first down, yeah. They're not even, even going to measure it. Yep. So how about that? Offsides, one of the few penalties we've seen, especially pre-snap. Oh, for De La Salle. Just a killer. Well, and that goes back to what Coach Roan said. That's, you know, you got to be disciplined. You know, don't make those mistakes. That's a mistake that should never, ever, ever happen. Nope. Dan Roan, who played under uh, Brian Kelly, current Notre Dame head coach, who just signed a nice extension. There's a handoff to Johnson, right side. He's going to squirt off right tackle. Going to have good yardage near the first down before he's popped out of bounds. And a late flag thrown there on the sidelines, or no? Couldn't tell. Yeah, I can't tell. But that's the best run, and we start to see why they like Jaden Johnson so much in Birmingham. Bounced off a couple of would-be tacklers as well, and that's uh, you know what you're looking for. Uh, 22, Nolan Ray. 5'10", 185, just kind of squirted out. Looked like a pinball out there. Nice gainer, ends up going for seven yards. That was Nolan Ray, my bad. The sophomore at 5'10", 185. Two to the right, one to the left, and a second and short for Brother Rice. Melia in at quarterback. The Wildcat evades a tackler, spins out of another, and gets down to the 25-yard line. It gets near another first down. I cannot believe he got out of that traffic. He It looked like he squatted down to do a squat, spun out of that, and just lurched himself forward. And, Chad, you nailed it. That's a first down for the Warriors. Wow. Boy, he's an athlete. He sure is. They want to move him all around. And Melia says, I need a blow. Get me out of this game. Coulter will check back in. As Ray stays in at tailback. Near side split for the Warriors is Nick Devereaux, the wide receiver, the senior at six foot. Slot left, Lacanaria. Rocco Melia, far side right. On a first and ten from the 24 of the Pilots. There's a fumble ball loose on the deck and all the way back to the 40. It's pounced on by the quarterback, Coulter. The self-inflicted move, Mm. it's incredible. It really is. They're self-inflicted wounds. Four times was their miscommunication. Now a bad snap all the way back to the 40. That's a dagger. You're putting together a wonderful drive. You have first and 10 at the 26-yard line. Now you're facing a second and 24, 26, excuse me, all the way back to the 40. 16-yard mistake with six minutes to go in the third. Brother Rice, 13. De La Salle, 9. Coulter in the shotgun. Two to the left, one to the right. Ray in the backfield. Quick hitter slant, caught, but dropped immediately. And great secure tackle by Tyler Gurling, a guy they really like in that back end. Dan Roan raved about him. Played, played that free safety position well. Read where that was going. Got there at the point of impact. Made the tackle, minimal gain, only a gain of about three yards, and it's third and 23 for Rice. Gurling, a three-year starter in this program. You start three years in this program, you're, you're special. 5.20 left in the third quarter. A lot of time to go. Brother Rice on top by four and on the move, but they have a third and forever. 
Coulter in the shotgun from his own 37. Going to pitch it to Lacanaria. He dropped the football. He pounces back on it at the mid-stripe. And this thing's going to get backed up even further. Negative play after negative play. And Brother Rice is in and out of business on this drive. It's punting time for the Warriors. I think they're calling that, yeah, all the way back. Let's see. Are they going to mark that? I call it the 50. It's the 45. Yeah. My bad. My bad. 45. Oh, they're the saying 50. incomplete pass. They're going to call that. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, trying to figure that one out myself. Okay. Punting situation, though, from the 37-yard line. Maybe that qualifies as the old shovel pass. Yeah, that's fair. So it is punting time. Ball will be marked at the 37. As Sean said an incomplete pass with 5.01 to go in the third. Coulter. From midfield, going to pause, no pressure, going to boot it. Back deep is Stanley. He'll come up for the fair catch. Is Mead and greeted rudely with a tackle. Again, another half-hearted, did he make a fair catch signal or not? A flag is out. What did you see? Well, it, I'm telling you, they're, they're going to get him for getting being too close. You have to allow the receiver the opportunity to catch the ball. And he got there, I mean, right on time. There's no other way to say that. But... Maybe a tick early. Yep, They're going to have so that conversation. Too. I don't think he gave him enough space. Did you see a signal or no? I couldn't tell. I Melia's couldn't either. Was more, Melia's was more yeah. accessible. That one, not as much. Okay, so this one we're thinking is going to go on Brother Rice for evading the halo. Yes. Officials, again, going to gather, communicate, and wave oh, they're off picking the flag. It up. Okay. They got All right. It? Okay. I can't argue with that. No, no. Could have gone either way. Yeah, right? I thought 50-50. maybe he was a tick yeah. tick quick, but I, 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 don't, I don't begrudge them of that at all. No doubt. So, let's see what the pilots do. We've seen a couple quarterbacks. We've seen a second half that has been... A bit dismal for De La Salle compared to what we saw in the first half. I think this is the drive where they would be picked to thrive and make some adjustments. No, I'm with you. I mean, the first drive of the game, two runs are in the end zone. They had a great opportunity to put another one in, but the Rice defense stepped up. It's time to get something out of this offense. Yeah, you know, and a good point. Brother Rice deserves some credit, too. Their defense has certainly tightened up. There's a handoff jet sweep right. Here comes some running room. Here comes Daylight across the 20 to the 21-yard line. That time, the scamper by number 18. That's Devin Schmelter, the junior wide receiver. Healthy gain. Are they going to give him six? Yes, they will. Second and four. Well, switch things up a little bit. I mean, that's, you know, Mm -hmm. you you don't want to be stale. And, you know, that's one thing Coach Roan talked about. They want to be up-tempo. They want to attack. And let's see him do a little bit more of that. Inside handoff, now bounced outside. This is Stanley. Stanley across the 35 to the 40 where he hurdles a defender and falls to the 44. Flag comes in very late. I'm wondering if there is a hold right in front of the pilot bench. But to evade the would-be tackler, Stanley hurdled him. He looked like Edwin Moses down there. I'm showing my age bringing up Edwin Moses. Kids, look him up. But 1980 was, Mexico City. He was a world-class hurdler, and that's what he looked like there. Yes, he did. And it looks like this thing is coming back, partner. And they will move the chains back. It was a nice run, though, from Stanley. It should be a first down still, though, right? Yes, indeed. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yep. You're right. They'll spot this baby at the 27-yard line for De La Salle. 
Stanley with a burst. And a good read, I thought, too, Sean. There wasn't much in the middle, and he improvised a bit. Two to the left, two to the right, near side hash. In motion, Dragic will send him. It is a give and a fake. It's a fake, and now a keeper by the quarterback. Squirts up to the 30, and a gain of three on first down. Marks a second and seven. You know, it looks to me like did Drogosh change his mask? He's got one of those shaded masks now, right? Looks like he's got he one did. of those shaded masks. He, is something shady down there. <laughs> no, you're right. And, and I think it's this tink. Hey, we haven't really mentioned all, these masks. I mean, these kids are wearing masks yeah. under their masks. Yeah. And there's all kinds of new equipment to help accommodate that so these kids get comfortable. Dragic finds nothing, tucks it, going to run. Going to find the sideline. Going to get to the 40, across the 40 to the 43. And he shows a little bit of getty-up we that haven't seen. That was a great read. Again, you have to make that decision in just a millisecond. He saw nothing there. He took off to his left. He even took it back outside, giving up some yardage to gain more yardage. They needed a little bump. They got one. A gain of 13 up to the 43-yard line. Yes, sir. Bumped out. And now we're going to get some motion. And a screen set up. Low catch by Stanley. Comes back to the middle of the field. Breaks a tackle. Breaks another and fights across the 50 to the 48-yard line. Points forward and says, that's another first down. Let's go. Boy, is that kid exciting. You know, first of all, he caught it at, at the top of the grass. It looked like he was in a jumbled mass of humanity. Squirted himself out. Got it into Warrior territory down to the 48 yard line. So now, all of a sudden, it's this pilot offense that seems to have found a little something something. Stanley, a three sport athlete. And a tough cookie. Kid's an all state wrestler, plays baseball as well. There was a flag down late. And let's see what this is about. They're going to mark this off, and it's going to go against De La Salle. And I'm not sure if this was post-play or what, but this thing's going to move them back about 15 yards. They're going to mark this ball inside the 40 to the 35-yard line. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Uh, you know, a little extracurricular after the play. I, I don't know what happened. There was no, And I don't either because the officials made no signal about it. But we know it's 15 yards back, and we know the down is now second down with three minutes left in the third. And Brother Rice leading 13-9. De La Salle once led 9-0 in this game. Early. In the first quarter, early. First two drives resulted in scores. Brother Rice would force a turnover, get the ball deep in De La Salle territory before turning it over themselves, but would come back late in the first half with a touchdown with 20 seconds left. To cut it to nine to six, and it's been De La Salle, excuse me, Brother Rice in the second half with all the momentum. Boy, and you think of all the misses for Brother Rice offensively, whether whether it be you know miscommunication in the backfield, uh, missing two touchdowns in the south end of the end zone, uh, what might have been big time misses, and, and that drive that ended on downs will certainly be asterisk and thought about later. First and 17. My goodness. Don't see that often. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. Drogic looks to the sideline. Three wide receivers bunch to the left. Going to look right. Looking for a fade route. Looking down the sideline. Is it hauled in? It is. The catch made by Tyler Gurley against coverage tight by Lance Williams. 
It's a one-handed catch, a first down, and he loses his helmet at the 40-yard line of Brother Rice. Great coverage. I think they're going to get him for some contact late in that. But again, this young quarterback put that in a window that was about a foot wide, and Gerling reached that paw, one hand, brought it in right in front of our broadcast vantage point. Beautiful play, and it was not easy. Had to get around Lance Williams. Sean, you called it. Hauled it in with one hand. Has to come off the field because he lost his helmet. Gerling getting some high fives in that sideline. So De La Salle with a little juice play. And with 2.30 left, they're on the move at the 40. Hand off Stanley, and he is stymied in the backfield. Stymied in the backfield and stiffed by number 75. That's Matt Andoni, the senior at six foot two sixty-five. They really like the two-way tackle Andoni. He looked like a wrecking ball. Just blew up that side of the line, shot in, and blew that play up before Stanley had a chance to work his magic with his feet. Both coaches talked about how they were unsure of their lines both ways and didn't know how that was going to work out. So far, we've seen a little mixed bag both ways. As expected, Brother Rice by four, 13-9, under two minutes to go in the third. J.C. Ford back in, going to call his own number, going to have some room on the left side, pow, in those drives, and gets it across the 35-yard line to the 34. J.C. Ford driving his way for a nice gain of about seven. Driving is the good way to say it. He's got some strong legs on him because he met somebody upright and drove him back with those legs. Uh, So good call there, Chad, no doubt about it. Down to about the 34-yard line, setting up a third and four for the Pilots, trying to make something happen offensively. Yeah, and and you have to figure this is four-down territory. And with Ford in at quarterback partner, we might see a little of that run again and why not out of number 19 third and four from the 34 Ford's going to keep it has some room on the right side keeps his feet tripped up falls forward he's near a first down at the 31 might be shy by a yard Sean we'll see what this brings but it looks like it's fourth and one after the three yard gain by JC boy they're going to mark him all the way back to the 32 that's a tough yeah I think that's a tough spot it really is Yikes. Well, this is four-down territory here. I mean, no doubt about that. And they're going to put the youngster back in. Ford comes out. Dragic back in. Two wide receivers to the right. Double tight formation. And now we get a timeout. Dan Rowe wants to talk it over. We'll talk it over with him. 26 seconds left here. We'll set the stage for you. Fourth and two uh, for the Pilots at the Warrior 32-yard line. And and that's got – Chad, that's a good – two yards they need that isn't you know one and some change that's that's every bit of two yards to get it sure is we'll keep it right here and tell you a little bit more about our friends at alliance catholic credit union alliance catholic credit union has everything you need to manage your money including a checking account that pays dividends also low rate loans and a great mobile app alliance catholic is actively involved in supporting catholic schools organizations and parishes The Credit Union champions education through scholarships and extensive financial literacy programs. Visit AllianceCatholic.com to learn more. You can join online in minutes. Alliance Catholic Credit Union, a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League, federally insured by the NCUA. Hopefully you're enjoying this game here on WDTK Detroit. Uh, It's been a good one. Kind of what you expected between D. LaSalle and Rice, a big Chad, big fourth down here. Yes, sir. Last year, 
It was uh, De La Salle knocking off Brother Rice. Here we go. Fourth down and two. 26 seconds left in the third quarter. J.C. Ford in a quarterback. Going to keep it along the right side. Might go 20, 15, 10, 5. Out of bounds at the 1. J.C. Ford with a 31-yard run on a 4th and 2. And he has been the most productive pilot on the planet. And Melia saved the touchdown. That great angle cutting him off inside the 5-yard line. Let's see where they mark him. No, about the eight-yard line. Take oh, that Oh, you're back. kidding. Okay. Yeah, but a great job by Melia to come in and, and uh, really take that angle down. Oh, the chunk run plays by Ford. He has been a big playboy today. and The Pilots have found something. Inside handoff Stanley, and he is going to get crunched at the line of scrimmage. Oh, the linebackers came up and filled quickly, led by Jackson Minnelli, the junior LB, from the outside. Should be the last play of this quarter. It is indeed. And we've got a fourth quarter coming up with all kinds of excitement. De La Salle looking to take the lead. They're seven yards away. And a second down when we come back. Get your four fingers in the air. From Tom Adams Field in Detroit, Michigan, it's De La Salle trailing 13-9. We're back in a moment on the CHSL Game of the Week. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic University in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.siennaheights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect can do for you. You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week on WDTK Detroit. Hugh Hewitt exposes the Democrats' plan. Barbara Ferrer is the L.A. County Health Director. She did a conference call yesterday. You may not hear this anywhere else, but Barbara Ferrer said this. Don't realistically anticipate to reopening schools, at least until after the election. After the election. Do you get it? Do you understand? The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 6 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Now, let's return to the Mitten Mortgage broadcast booth for more CHSL football action. Oh, the pilots sharing the load. Dragic and Ford have had a nice little tandem on this drive, partner. Good to see when two guys can work together like that. Both quarterbacks have had their spice, but Ford's been fantastic today sure has. on the ground. Yeah, with those feet. You know, it's one thing that he did say that he was, you were going to see both of them, but it's been Ford today. Yes, sir. Second down and seven from the seven. Dragic looking left and batted up in the air by who else? The safety, Melia, who came up and got nosy and batted it down and forces a third and goal from the seven. He had his tight end wide open at the two-yard line. If Melia doesn't get that, that's an easy six. 
can't teach plays like that. Guys like Melia, uh, Jim Ratz, you would call him in basketball, yep. but a guy that really just has a good feel for the game. That's, that's just a fantastic reaction play. Third and seven. De La Salle on the move at the seven-yard line. Back to pass, looking right, and Dragic falls down at the 20 on a play action. Was looking for the running back, Stanley, leaking out the right side. Never got to him. Backside pressure by the Warriors. It's fourth down and field goal time for the Pilots. And he had Stanley standing in the far flat at about the 8-yard line. If he delivers that ball, I think Stanley gets in the end zone. So uh, what was just a moment ago, a first and goal from the 8 is now... A fourth and goal from the 19. Let's go back to that play that Milia yeah. made uh, to stop Ford on that run as well. Uh-huh. You're right. They're Couple going of, for it. Too far on the field They are going goal. for it. A little premature call on my end. I thought they'd kick the field goal. They're going for it from the 20. So fourth and 19 officially from the 19. Back to pass Dragic. Looking right. Has pressure. Man over the middle. Caught at the five. And Milia says, don't you go anywhere. It's going to be a stop on downs on a 15-yard completion. They needed 20, and it's a turnover on downs for the Warriors. Boy, Melia is just making plays all over the field. He really is. He's not going to get credited for the tackle, but what he did there is he got first contact and kind of turned him around and then grabbed his shoe. Yeah. And and basically, I want to know what size foot you have here. (laughs) Held on to the shoe for a second so the troops could come in and help him out. Just a great play. The kid, You, I think you nailed it. That's a gym rat. That's a guy that could come out here and do anything that you ask him on the football field. Got a little more than the most than most yeah. of them, doesn't he? So that's a turnover on downs for the Pilots. They do get deep in the territory. Dan Roan electing to, instead of going for a field goal, he's going to go for it. You surprised by that? No. No? no. Okay. No. That, he said he wanted to be aggressive. It's about a 36-yard field goal. The swirling wind down there, why not? Fair enough. Taking over at their own six is Brother Rice. Pitch left and a short gainer off left tackle. A gang of pilots there and leading the charge. Number 97 for the pilots is Dylan Weaver, amongst others. Dante Dial. Boy, if you're the Warriors right now, you got to be feeling or at least thinking to yourself, we go in and we put a touchdown on the board. We, we're looking really good right now because this De La Salle offense, uh, you know, really hasn't been able to finish other than that first drive. That's right. They haven't. First couple drives and nothing since in the production of the points. 10-30 left in the game. 13-9 Rice over De La Salle from Detroit and Tom Adams Field on a beautiful Saturday. He's Sean Belegian. I'm Chad Bush. Glad to be with you. Another run this time, and it gets up near the nine-yard line. It's going to set up a third and about seven or six. That looked like an apprehensive keeper. That's the only way I could say about that play. Uh, Coulter called his own number, but he looked apprehensive the entire time. Yes, he did. The clock will continue to run. Brother Rice... In passing mode here, Coulter to the sideline, gets the play, comes back, and realigns his sophomore running back to his left. Melia wide right. Lacanaria wide left in the shotgun. 
They need seven yards from the shadows of his own end zone. Coulter's pass is tipped in the air, ball loose, and picked off. Picked off by De La Salle into the hands of Stanley. Five, four, touchdown, Pilots! INT pick six for Brent Stanley, the senior safety, and De La Salle takes the lead 15-13 with 9.31 to go in the game. This is what happens when you hang around. You make a mistake like that offensively, and we've this has been a common theme all game. The Warriors have just inflicted self-inflicted wounds on themselves yep. and it looked like that ball was tipped up twice it was it was batted then it was batted again and Stanley just said thank you very much and walked into the end zone far side of the field but shockingly with 931 to go De La Salle back on top how about that it's the defense that makes a statement and gets the lead back and here comes the extra point for De La Salle the attempt coming up for Brady Lowe the kicker and that's up, and that is good. And that's important, my friend, because that makes it a three-point game, 16-13 to 13 now, De La Salle in the lead with 9.31 to go. And that was a very low kick as well. I, I mean, honestly, I, I can't believe he got that over the heads of the defensive <laughs> lineman, but uh, he did, and, boy, we got ourselves a football game here. Now, now the onus goes back to Brother Rice. Sure was. Call it a 10-yard INT touchdown, and that is a Siena Heights University touchdown. Every touchdown is brought to you by Siena Heights. Find out more. Go to go.sienaheights.edu. So 16-13 to 13 on the Stanley 10-yard INT touchdown, a little pick six. And when De La Salle, you thought they were down and out, they come right back and make a play. A guy like Stanley, really not surprising that he's the guy that gets him back to the right side. Yeah, he, you know what? It, there's no coincidence that really on both sides of the ball, you, you kind of see the same numbers making plays. Seven for Brother Rice. Milia's been outstanding. Stanley, uh, as well, has made uh, plays on both sides of the field for the pilots so we'll see what brother rice comes back with our another thing on that i wanted to bring up is throwing on third down from your territory with a young quarterback shows trust from coach k but an opportunistic defense like that makes you pay if you make a boo-boo and here comes the kickoff by cody cummins the sophomore and it's taken at the 30 across the 40 now to the 45 Cummins is the nephew of Matt Fishburn, former Wayne State Tartar kicker back in the mid-90s. Good to hear from Fish, who's listening today from somewhere on the east side. I think he's uh, I think he's in Frazier. Is he? All right. Yeah. If I'm wrong on that, I'm going to hear from Fish. But that's a big return, Sean, and that gets him up near midfield. And Brother Rice now in business already. Special teams a factor today. I'd put the ball in number seven's hands by any means necessary. I mean, honestly, he, he's been your best player uh, by a mile today. And, of course, we are talking about Rocco Melia. Uh, it's not a bad idea to, to put it in five's hands or, or one's hands, but, uh, boy, Melia's been making plays all over. And as I say that, here he is in the Wildcats. Yes, sir. Good call. Melia. Locking Aria. In motion. Handoff give. And it's up the middle for not much. The give was to number 21. That's Zach Moritis, a junior. We have not called his name yet today. And it's a short gain to midfield. And another player down. This time it's Brother Rice. That looks like a cramp. I'm not going to play doctor, but 
I know that look. When you got one leg up in the air, you're begging for somebody to come over and hold that thing up and stretch it. That's a cramp. You no, know, it's always funny. I, I hear. I remember a couple of years ago. There, if you remember, there was an NBA game where LeBron James cramped up, uh-huh. and I heard you know so many like broadcasters and media people go, "Oh, can you believe he was acting like that?" Yes, I can. Yes, I. Yeah. You, when when you get cramped like that in a game, whether it be football, basketball, or hockey, I, there's. I can't. I can't describe that. Feeling. I've never it's been awful. shot, and I don't ever want yes. to. But it feels like you've been shot yes. in the calf yes. or the hamstring. I mean, do, it does. Please do something. Please do something. Yeah. It's like that. That the one in your quadricep. I think that's a great way. Like somebody just took a gun and shot yeah. you, and right. there's nothing that can be done to fix it for a couple seconds. No, and it comes back too. Yeah. it oh, comes back so too. <laughs> You've had a few of those in hockey, haven't you? A little bit. <laughs> Nine minutes left and winding. De La Salle has regained the lead. They once led 9 nothing. They once trailed 13-9, to and they're back on top. And another jet sweep reversed this time, and it ain't fooling anybody in purple and gold. Down he goes to the 49. Stanley was completely blocked out of that play. And as, as he's being blocked to the ground, just reached his arm out and single-handedly blew that play up again. The same guys we keep calling their number for a reason. That number 30 is very, very special. And, of course, we're talking about Brett Stanley. All that confidence continuing to brew and build and keeping that momentum. 8.19 to go. Brother Rice down three and with it. Third and eight from the 49-yard line of the Pilots. Two to the left, one to the right. Motion by Lacanaria. Coulter, the quarterback, Nomelia. He'll call his own number. He'll go up the middle. Ball loose. And who has it? De La Salle says they have it. The officials, though, say he was down. The runner was down at the 46-yard line, I believe. Here comes the convo. Yep. Yep. Fourth down. Punting time for Brother Rice, though, and it's another stop for this yeah. De La Salle defense that shouldn't get overlooked. That's a big stop because, you know, again, you get the ball in his hands and it looked like he had some space. Uh, contact made it about the 46-yard line. The ball squirted forward a couple yards, but still well short of that first down marker. It's going to be about a fourth and five, and they have no choice but to punt. And now, boy, I'll tell you what, Chad, mm-hmm. this is a situation where with eight minutes to go, you can't ask for anything more. And one of the things, as you recall, when we talked to Coach Roan this morning, he said, yeah, we would love the opportunity to be able to grind it out and grind out some clock. They're going to have that opportunity right now. They sure are. Coulter's done a fine job of punting the football. He does get this thing down near the 11-yard line. And that's where it'll blow dead. De La Salle was looking for a flag. Oh, boy. Okay. I saw this going down. There was a flip over and an attempt by the pilot attack man from the outside to block the punt, and he flipped over the three guy, the, the personal protector of the punter. And I think that's a flag. Oh, they're picking up now the they're going to pick it up. Yeah. Okay, that's why they called it. But you're not allowed to leave your feet to go over that crew. And Conklin said, look, I didn't leave my feet. I went up to block it. They flipped yeah. me. The officials, again, i, I got to give credit to this crew, and I know you're a I'm fan of this you. crew. They've I'm done a good you. job today. I don't have any problem with that. It, it, it's, you know, when you're younger, you get all animated and crazy about it. Just get, you get the call. Get on the same page. Take your time. The most important thing to me is getting the call right. Just don't let a bad call stand. 
then we'll get on top of you when you let the bad call stand. Right on. De La Salle football. They'll take over at the 11-yard line, their own. If your brother Rice, you like the fact that you have them back, though, in their own zone, and a chance if you get a stop, you're going to have the football perhaps in one of the final possessions. What a gut-check drive this could be, though, huh? Uh Uh-huh. Dragic is in at quarterback. Takes the snap, hands off, gives to Stanley, who's feeling it, and he's crunched right at the line of scrimmage. He goes down, flag comes in late, and we'll see what this is all about. The tackle was made by number 78. For De La Salle, that's Federicek, Thomas Federicek the second. Just no room up there that time. He ran into the mass of humanity, and it was, uh, that's going to be against De La Salle. Move them up, add insult to injury after a, a what looked to be about a loss of about a foot. Yeah. They're going to move them halfway back to the end zone. I like the way this Brother Rice defensive line has really started to make some maneuvers in there. They're causing some havoc early on. I'm not sure that was the case, but one of the guys up there that's making some noise they really like is a first-year kid who's come on and come out for the team, and that's 6'7", 250-pound Aristotle Taylor playing his first year of football. Mm. They wish they could have got him earlier. He was a film guy last year. They begged him for three years to come out. So this backs up De La Salle. First and 16 from their own five. Dragic in at quarterback. Slips in the end zone. Slips away from a defender on the right sideline and forced out of bounds on the sideline on the far side at the eight. And that's going to be a gain of about three and set up a second down and 13. He's got to get his footing down. You, you've seen that a few times yep. now where he, he, he sets to, to, to deliver the pass, and you just see it, his footings. It's, it's, I don't know if he's unsure of himself or what the case is, but he's just got to get his footing down. It's simple things like that. He nearly stumbled in the end zone, and that would have been a free two for Brother Rice, and, and that two would be looming big right now. Yep, two points would have get him that much closer and the football back. Looks like we got a cramp again, perhaps, on yeah. the far side of the field. Yeah. You know, it is a cool... Dare I say chilly day today, but as you it know, is. when you're playing football out in the sun, uh, not as chilly out there. Well, and that's a good point, because could you imagine if this was when the season was supposed to start in the August 25th, yeah. 26th? I mean, the humidity around them was a little bit more intense, and so was the heat. And the young man down with the cramp is Ethan Swider, wide receiver and defensive back. Of course, one of the corners for the Warriors and Coach... Adam K. Talk to Coach Piscopink, who's on the defensive side of the ball before the ball game. We appreciate his help with some information. and Good to see him doing better as yes, well. Of course, it was absolutely. well publicized of, of his accident. And uh, boy, oh boy, good to hear his son. Just over two years ago. Just over two years ago. And he said he had hip surgery, doing much better. He's moving great, says he feels good. His son went off to Albion, yep. playing football yep. there. Gregory. And uh, that's, Love to hear that. that's what it's all about right no there. No doubt about it. Good to see that positive news from the Piscopinks. So, second down, clock running, 7.25 left. De La Salle on top, 16-13 to 13 over Brother Rice. And they face a second down and 12 from their own nine. They'll send trips to the left, one to the right. The man on the far side line, wide right, is Tyler Gerling, who had that nice, nifty one-hand catch earlier. 
We've seen J.C. Ford. We've also seen Dragic, and Dragic in right now. Stanley to his right in the backfield. Motion left to right. Movement everywhere. And we've got another flag. False start coming. And the Pilots starting to do some self-inflicted wounding. Yeah, if that false start all the way, you had multiple guys moving in motion at the same time. The offensive line took a step backwards. Uh, They're in the shadow of their own end zone. 6.57 to go. Moving back half the distance, that should be a second in second and twelve now for the pilots at their own four yard line. We talked to Dan Roan as well. He said, "Hey, look, we want to keep some of the old tradition. Okay, we want to keep things going. We want some new things too." He kept five coaches from the former staff, including his defensive coordinator Brandon Bush. Back to pass. Screen pass right side, and just for about three yards, well covered by Brother Rice. And now a late flag, and this is going to be on the Pilots' post-penalty personal foul, and this is going to back them up even further. Well, isn't this what Coach Roan said? One of the things he, he said is he said, I want our guys to be smart. Mm-hmm. I, I want, you know, when our game is over, I want people to say that's a good football team, but I want my guys to be smart. And you know what? little implosion here. Uh, on this drive. They've also added to staff Mark Campbell, former uh, University of Michigan Wolverine and Cleveland Brown. Played his high school ball at Madison Heights Bishop Foley in the Catholic League. So this is going to be a third and 19 from their own two-yard line for De La Salle. And if you're Brother Rice, you're, you're salivating. And an opportunity now to get young Dragic in trouble. Three to the left, one to the right. Stanley to the right of Dragic, who's going to throw it up. Ball high in the air, and that ball is caught and then dropped and stripped away. What a fabulous defensive play by the corner, Lance Williams, who ripped it out of the hands of the catch that looked to have been made, partner. It's not the mistake, it's the recovery, because it was a great pass, and he got beat, make no mistake about it. And and you what you saw Williams do is just get one arm up and just kind of rip it out of the receiver's hands. Tristan Williams had it for a moment here at the 30, and what was a beautiful throw. And that's a catch you have to make. Would have been a nice one, but you had it hauled in. But let's give credit to the defensive back in the corner that made the play Lance Williams, the senior corner. And it's punting time for De La Salle deep into their own end zone. Fourth and 17 from their own four with 6.24 to go. Rocco Melia back deep for Brother Rice. He stands at his the 35-yard line. Now coming out of the field late is Tristan Nichols, and they're going to have to, what are they going to call a timeout? Boy, all kinds of confusion. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, this is not what you want, though. This is exactly what we talked about earlier. Uh, in the shadow of your own end zone, you're so close to that back line. Number one, you can put uh, a rush on there, and number two, Chad, if you take that extra step back, there's that free safety, and you're giving the ball back to Rice. Yes, sir. Boy, Ron Gardenhire uh, announced he's retired effective immediately. That just came down, some baseball news. Effective just immediately? Effective immediately. Wow. Just just got a note that? saying that. So I don't That's breaking news. Don't I don't know what that, that story is. It's a bummer. 
Boy, he's been a treat, hasn't he, amongst head coaches that have been in this town? There's another false start. My goodness gracious. And you can't go back much further. It's fourth and two from your own two. Fourth and 19 from your own two, pardon me. And now it's going to be fourth and 20 from your own one. Four penalties on this drive for De La Salle and a critical drive with them up three. And Brother Rice is going to get this thing, you would think, in great field position. they got to get this punt off first, Sean. Yeah, absolutely. Let's see if they bring it. Brother Rice is setting up the return. It's a low liner. Melia will catch it at the 33 of the pilots. Makes a man miss. Breaks another tackle. Stays on his feet and fights forward inside the 25 to the 23-yard line. And Brother Rice is in business with 6.14 to go, trailing by three. What more could you ask for? This is exactly where you want to be. Well, not exactly. You'd rather be in the lead. But you, you control your own destiny here. You are set up at the 23-yard line. Good space for the Warriors. And we shall see what they bring out. Will it be Coulter? Will it be Melia? Looks like Coulter will come out. And we'll see what this offense can do. Brother Rice had their touchdown at the end of the second quarter. And they had another touchdown to start the second half by Garrity. But no scoring here in the fourth. Back to pass. In trouble and pressure and gets rid of it just threw it away to Coulter heat pressure coming and it came up the gut from William Beasley who led the rush well smart play by the young quarterback there he knew there was nobody near that wide receiver threw it about five feet away from him that's the smart play live to fight another day smart play by the sophomore ball marked to the 23 yard line excited to be here on a Saturday, we'll have coverage next Friday as well. Left hash. Brother Rice spreads it out in the shotgun. Coulter with his running back behind him. And Nolan Ray. Hand off to Ray. Bounces outside of the 20. Can't break another tackle, but he gets up to the 18-yard line before he's wrapped up by Paul Kelliker, the linebacker. That'll bring up a third and mid for Brother Rice. Boy, it's a heck of a run by Ray, though. It didn't look like there was any space, and then he created some more space, and he's limping off the field. That's a couple running backs now yeah. for Brother Rice that have limped off the field. A big third and five. Clock running 540 to go in this one with De La Salle on top, 16-13. Timeout on the field. We'll take it with him. 16-13, as Sean mentioned, De La Salle on top. We're coming back with the final five and a half minutes from Tom Adams Field in Detroit, you're listening to coverage of the CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. Hey, Warrior fans, Sean Belegian here inviting you to join us each and every Saturday for 16 weeks right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015 and AM 1400. The Patriot is at 1 o'clock. We jump back on the highway, the Road Warriors' return trip to that magical run in 2011. Relive every moment right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015 and AM 1400. The Patriot.
Third down at five. Brother Rice with it. Down three. High snap. Hauled down by Melia. Goes up the gut, and he's going to drive the legs forward. He's short of the first down. Short by two yards. He's knocked down at the 15. Decision-making time for Coach K with his team down three. 5.20 left and fourth and two. Yeah, you kick the field goal, you tie the game, or you go for it at about the, what, 15-yard line. You got about a yard and a half. I'd say to go from where they're spotting it for the first down, and it looks like they're staying on the field. It not only looks like they're staying on the field, they are staying They on the are, field. and why not put it in the hands of Rocco Melia? Lone quarterback, three to the left, two to the right. On the near side hash and a fourth and two, under five minutes. Brother Rice down three and timeout called. We'll keep it right here. Timeout called by Coach K. And uh, that is his final timeout, I believe. Yes, it is. So that's uh, the final timeout, but worthy of talking it over and making sure that you're in the right alignments after you saw the pilots. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. And I kind of like the chances of Rocco Melia to to pick up the the yard and let's say two-thirds that he he needs to get this. But somebody uh, better tell the pilots that, you feel confident about that because uh, the pilots, they've played inspired today, man. They really have. And uh, I, I think if if you're sitting back thinking to yourself, oh, yeah, easy job, pilots might have something to say about that. Now what gets interesting is is we only have 446 left in this game, and this is really, you know, we talked about gut check time and finding a way to eat some clock. Uh, you know that's exactly what both these teams are thinking right now. That's right. And no thought of a field goal. No, no thought of a field goal for no. Brother Rice right now. Nope. I mean, you know, I mean, it would end up being uh, 20, 34, 34 yarder. But Brother Rice saying we're going for it. And they also are going to make an adjustment to the quarterback spot. Yeah. Back in comes Coulter, and they're going to send Melia wide left. So we'll see what this brings. Four man front for De La Salle. On fourth and two from the 15, Adila Sal. There's a fade route into the end zone. Lacanaria overshot him. Got turned around. Solid coverage back there by J.C. Ford. And it's incomplete and a turnover on downs for Brother Rice. The Pilots get it back plus three with 441 left in the fourth. Jaden Conklin came in on Coulter something fierce. And I think Coulter saw that footsteps coming towards those footsteps coming towards him. And another miss in deep. Same end of the field. They had two early in this game and another one right there on fourth down with a man open. Now, here we go. 441 to go. If you're De LaSalle, you're thinking, come on, this is where we got to grind out that clock and come away with what I think a lot of people thought might be an improbable victory. That's right. J.C. Ford from the 15 in the shotgun awaits the snap. Going to take it himself off left tackle with a healthy gain of about seven. Call it six up to the 20. Ford nearing the 100-yard mark today. And really his, his longest tenure at quarterback in his time at De La Salle. And you got to feel good about guys like this that wait it out, wait it out, wait for their chance, and they finally get it. Big and, factor here as well that, that we have to me- make mention of. Brother Rice out of timeouts. That's right. That's right. No timeouts. And with 4.06 left, that is no doubt a storyline. 
DeLaSalle up three, eating some clock, keeping it on the ground. Ford still in. He'll send two to his right, one to the left. That's Jackson. The lone tailback to his right is Stanley. Ford again, takes it in the Wildcat. Motors forward, breaks a tackle, fights up near the 25-yard line. They're going to give him the 24, and he's going to make this a third and very short. Boy, this is just arguably the play of the game right here. This is going to be third and about a yard and a half. Okay, the clock is running with 3.30 to go. You know they're going to wait to snap this for about another 30 seconds as well, much like they did on that second down play to chew this up with about eh, three minutes to go. You get a first down. Boy, Chad, this this baby might be over. That's right. Now they put Stanley back there. Pardon me. That's uh, Beasley in at the Wildcat. In a tight formation in third and one. This is a big play. Beasley takes it and fights near the 25. This is really close. Oh, my goodness, is that close. Too close to call, partner. We're going to see a measurement, I think. They had to get to the 25 to deal us out, and they did not get to they the 25. No, they didn't get it. They made a switch at quarterback to Beasley instead of keeping Ford in. An interesting call, and it's fourth and inches, and Dan Roan, who said he's aggressive, is going to go for this thing, or at least show that he's going to go for this thing. Let's see if they wind it down and try to draw Brother Rice offside. That might be the call here. Then they call their timeout. From their own 25-yard line, needing about less than a half yard. Beasley back there in the tight formation. Is it a bluff? I think so. Yeah. Long snap. They're just going to run clock as it runs near two minutes. It's timeout. There's your timeout with 2.03 to go. You called it. So, De La Salle with one timeout left. They're going to boot this thing away with 2.03 to go and a fourth and one from their 24. We'll take a timeout with them. We're back in a moment. This is the CHSL Game of the Week from Detroit on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the student connection. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Ryan Bolesky, spinning dials back in Ferndale. Doing a great job. We appreciate it. Your engineer, on-site engineer Alex Westfall. He's Sean Belegian. I'm Chad Bush. De La Salle leads it by 3, 16-13 with 2.03 to go. And they're in punt formation. That thing is banged away at the 15. High end over end. Milia says get out of the way. And his teammates do as well as it hits out of bounds at the 45-yard line of Brother Rice. Well, Rice has an opportunity, and unless we forget, Chad, uh, for folks that are just joining us, they did absolutely nothing the first half until they got the ball late and then went the length of the field and, and got themselves a touchdown. So gut check time, no timeouts. 
Can Brother Rice do it again? Yeah, let's reset this thing. First quarter, De La Salle comes down the field. They come out with J.C. Ford. He ran for 15 yards. Then he ran for a 60-yard touchdown. 6 nothing, missed extra point. De La Salle had the lead. They come back at a field goal in the first quarter. Led 9 nothing. De La Salle. Second quarter, Brother Rice comes back with 20 seconds left and connects on a 20-yard touchdown pass in the final seconds of the first half to make your halftime score 9-6. to Rice would come out with 10.36 to go in the third, 13-9 on a 55-yard Garrity touchdown from Coulter, and then 16-13 on the Stanley 10-yard INT pick six. There's a throw right side. Brother Rice trying to air it out, and Lacanaria scoops it off the turf at the 22. He had two men wide open. He had Milia in the middle of the field. Milia's kind of waving his arms going, look at me, look at me. But instead, he hung that ball up there. Great adjustment, bringing in that reception. And Brother Rice, just like that, down to the 21-yard line. 45-yard reception. Well said, partner. That was what it was, and it was impressive. Lacanari already low to the ground, but he had to get a little lower to scoop that thing off the turf. Up to the 21-yard line of De La Salle. On the move. Coulter stays in the game. Sends Ray to his right in the shotgun. Two wide receivers, including Mealy at the bottom side of your screen if you had one. Coulter in the shotgun. Smacks the hands. A minute 15 left. In the pocket. It breaks down. Has to run. Breaks a tackle. Breaks another. And still on his feet as he's knocked down at the 17-yard line. And the tackle made by number 24, that's Jacob Morphew. Well, you got to remember, the clock's going to keep running. Yep. You know, we're under a minute to go. There are no timeouts. Now, no panic by this Coulter right now as, as it's uh, second and six. But he, he's kind of looking at his arm, talking with his running back right now, making, they're on the, making sure they're on the same page. Warren De LaSalle up by three in the first game in the Dan Roan era. Brother Rice trying to spoil it. Coulter back to pass. Heavy rush. Screen set up nicely. Ray has it at the 15, and he's taken down. The clock continues to run. We're at 30 seconds and running. It's a third and about four, five for Brother Rice on the left hash at the 16-yard line. Well, we're down to 23 seconds left. Yep. you got to hustle now. Yeah, I mean, they got to do something. you got to move. Is, is he, is he going to spike it here? I would think so. Yeah, he, is he is going to spike it. Good call, Boy, they Sean. They wasted 12 seconds. Yes. Trying to make that decision between the sideline and Coulter. And now it all comes down to this. This is a fourth down. Now, you can pick up the first down and keep fighting, but there isn't going to be a lot of time yeah. left on that clock with 13 seconds to go. No. Do you kick the field goal? Yes, they do. They are going to bring in their field goal kicker, and De La Salle wants to talk it over. Mm. Play for overtime here, huh? They did not call a timeout. I thought they did. Yes, they are playing for overtime. And who's the young man who's going to line it up? It's Melia the holder. Keep that in mind. And the little fellow who's kicking this thing, it's hard to see him behind... Yeah, Rocco Melia. He is. Um, what number is that? My goodness. Yeah, I can't tell what the number is from here. Lining it up, though. So it'll be a 33 yard field goal to tie the game with 13 seconds left. And De La Salle wants to talk it a over. Ice, a little ice applied to this young kicker. Number 36 is going to attempt to tie this thing and take it to overtime. Owen it's Party. Owen Party. What a name. Yeah. Oh, the party that could be started <laughs> if he ties this thing. <laughs> now, it's P-A-R-D-I, yeah, but who yeah. knows? Who cares? It's radio. We can, you know, it's a party either way. 
Well, this has been uh, this has been a long game, and this game could be going even longer. As you know, Chad, we could be heading to overtime. Dude, it's your anniversary. Oh, it's fine with me. Are you kidding me? Is Kristen going to be okay with this? She's going to be fine with it. All right. Absolutely fine All with right. it. She's used Dinner's to this. Dinner's tonight. Room. Oh, she's so used to it. All right. We've had uh, some some long games here on yeah. uh, the Patriot. No doubt about it. Yep. Well, let's see if Party can keep the party rolling. He's going to look for Amelia to put it down at the 23-yard line. We'll call it a 30 33-yard field goal from the left hash. The sophomore kicker, Owen Party, looking to tie this game up. Brother Rice down three. Field goal attempt is up, and the field goal attempt is good. Party keeps it rolling and keeps it rowdy on the far sideline. We are tied at 16 with eight ticks left in the fourth quarter and headed to overtime. What a great job by Melia on that snap, yes. too, because it wasn't the best of snaps, but Melia's done a little bit of everything here today, and he makes he makes another play there, and Party bangs her home. This is how a Catholic League opener is supposed to oh, go, isn't yeah. it? Oh, outstanding. We didn't know what to expect, but coming in, you had to think maybe Brother Rice had the upper hand, they had the experience, they had all these and De La Salle comes right out with a gut punch and says, no, we're here. This is a new era. What a back-and-forth game we've had. Yeah, there have been mistakes. Yeah, sure. it hasn't been clean, Sean. Yeah. But gosh darn it, it's 16-16, and we got a Catholic League battle in front of us. What more could you ask for? I mean, my goodness, it's uh, we, we've seen some explosive plays, a little overtime, nothing wrong with that. Well, if we get there, of course, I... I'm sure that Brother Rice will be very, very safe on this kick. You would think so, and a bit presumptuous on my end to say we're headed to overtime probably. But, well, Owen Party right now, story of the game for Brother Rice. The 5'6", 135-pound sophomore. Ryan Irvin going to kick this one off. Squib, I'm sure. Indeed it is. Squibber that's pounced on at the 35. And that's where De La Salle will take over momentarily. 16 all with seven seconds left. Brother Rice and De La Salle. What a way to bring in the Dan Roan era. What a way to bring in the CHSL game of the week uh, this year. Double dip coverage here this week. And we'll have more next week right here on the Patriot. I believe you and Jeremy uh, are going to be on a call. Yes, Friday night. That should be Parts fun. unknown as of now. Parts unknown. I think that's what's exciting about it. I don't yeah. know where I'm going. You right. know, I, think, I think that's great. <laughs> Jump know. in your car. We'll send it to your phone. Okay. <laughs> uh, wherever you're going, you know we're going to have fun. I know you and Jeremy will. So, De La Salle is going to spread it out with seven seconds left from their own 35 and they're going to throw this thing. They're going to throw it left side, and it's going to be bobbled and dropped. That's dropped by Tristan Nichols. And three seconds left. You know, I think I understand the logic there. They were looking for that quick out near side. Maybe step out of bounds and give yourself a chance at a heave. I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm surprised there's a pass there, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah, me too. So, we await. This final play in regulation, and at least that's what we expect. But expect the unexpected, right? 
Back to pass, Dragic. He's going to throw another pass to Stanley over the middle. He's thrown down at the 31. Loss of four on the play, and that will send us to overtime. How about it? Mm. Free game. Free money continues. Matt Andoni stretching out now down at about the 31-yard line before we get into overtime. He's had himself a good game. Yeah. Center defensive tackle. He's been very good up front both ways. So we're going to overtime. And before we do that, we're going to take a timeout here on the Patriots. 16-all. Warren De La Salle against Brother Rice of Birmingham. We're back in a moment on the CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Sportsmanship has never been more important between the lines in athletics and outside those lines in our communities. To listen, to respect, to understand, to practice common decency, to have competition without contentiousness. Sportsmanlike qualities are essential components of life itself. Let's all work together to not only be good sports, but good people. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Mike Gallagher is seeing things getting out of hand. Two innocent cops sitting in a patrol car, ambushed, both shot in the head. It's awful, it's disgusting, it's despicable, and Biden's worried about how many people went to the Trump rally in Nevada. The Mike Gallagher Show, weeknights at 9 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Welcome back to Tom Adams Field. His name is Sean Belegian. My name is Chad Bush, Brian Bolesky. Executive engineer back in the studios, AM 1400, The Patriot. We're about to get underway in overtime. Sean, what do you expect? You know what? I, I You heard from the De La Salle side, you heard them talk about being aggressive. I, I, I think they're going to be ex- aggressive when they have the ball, especially when they're in tight. I think both of these teams are going to look at missed opportunities this game and say mm-hmm. what might have been. Uh, De La Salle, as far as I'm concerned, I, I think they're going to go for the jugular. Uh, whereas I can see Rice saying, all right, let's do what we do, find a way to get the ball into one of our playmakers' hands and get our defense to make some big stops. Their defense has made some big stops in this one. They sure have. Welcome back inside the Mitten Mortgage Lending Broadcast booth. Alliance Catholic Credit Union has everything you need to manage your money, including a checking account that pays dividends, low-rate loans, and a great mobile app. Alliance Catholic is actively involved in supporting Catholic schools, organizations, and parishes. The Credit Union champions education through scholarships and extensive financial literacy programs. Visit AllianceCatholic.com to learn more. You can join online in minutes. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League, federally insured by the NCUA. All right, Brother Rice football to start. They will start at the 10-yard line of De La Salle. Three wide receivers to the left, two to the right. Melia, wide right, slot right Lacanaria. He wants Melia in the end zone, broken up beautifully by De La Salle's defensive back, Deontay Dandridge, who made a whale of a play covering that slot. And Melia. He got beat earlier and made up for it big time there. Great coverage. Just put that left hand out in front. Again, you have to be careful wrapping the arm around. He put that hand out in front. 
and made one heck of a play. Cannot teach that any better. That was beautiful. There is another Brother Rice Warrior down. Boy, it's been all de LaSalle down in the first half. I think it is. I think that's Coulter. It was after the pass was released. I Full disclosure, I didn't see it, folks, but I think that's 14 uh, down on the field. I believe it is as well. He's have and to come out for a play anyway. Yep. You do have Melia who can jump in there, which is a nice thing if you're Coach K, the head coach of Brother Rice in his fourth year. And we'll see if this is uh, something he can pop back from. He was pointing at his midsection. Mm. He's, at least he's starting to sit up, and he's up. So. Might have got that wind knocked yeah. out of him. Yeah. With that floppy brown hair. He's getting close to where they'll force him to cut that over at Brother Rice. <laughs> I know at St. Mary's that, that lettuce would have been shop, chopped weeks ago. <laughs> start sniffing that collar, boy. They're going to come get you. No no Trevor Lawrence going on over there. <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. So, Melia will take over at quarterback, at least for the time being. Second and ten for the ten-yard line of De La Salle. We're in overtime. We're tied at 16 between Warren De La Salle, the Pilots, and Birmingham Brother Rice, the Warriors. Two wide receivers to the right, three to the left, empty backfield. For the quarterback, Rocco Melia. Back to pass. Throws it up, left side near the end zone, out of the end zone. That was not Melia at quarterback. I apologize. Josh that's, Villar. That's Josh Villar. Yeah. Yeah, he sailed that pass uh, about three yards three yards deep of the end zone. So checking back in will be number 14, Jake Coulter. A third and ten now for Brother Rice. Yes, sir. You do have your kicker who just knocked one home and Owen Party to force this into overtime, but you don't want to have to use him here. So they need a touchdown to keep this thing moving. Coulter back in. Melia goes wide left. Wide right, Lacanaria. Lacanaria slot right. No backs in the backfield. Looking over the middle, incomplete. Threw it behind Lacanaria. And it's fourth down, and here comes that field goal unit again. And little Owen Party, the sophomore, who forced this thing into overtime with that field goal. Comes out to try what would be about a 27-yard field goal. Boy, you know, on the home side here right now with uh, Coach Roan, you know what they're doing? They're thinking of every possible way to get 10 yards and win this game in overtime. Yep, no doubt. The snap will come from number 62. That's Dantes Fuller. The snap's good. The hold's better. The kick is up, and the kick is good. 16, make it 19 to 16 now. And how about the sophomore, Owen Party, with a couple of back-to-back points, and it's the first strike in OT. Ice in his veins, and here we go. This is what we talked about. The Pilots, they're not just happy to be here. They're going to aggressively go after that. I I expect some razzle-dazzle here, something out of the bag of tricks for Dan Roan. Let's see what happens. You win it on this game, and you send this game, you send this crowd into a frenzy here on a beautiful night in Midtown Detroit. And there's a lot of places to have fun down here in Midtown in Detroit if you get into a frenzy on a Saturday night. Yeah. I've had fun down here on Saturday nights in Midtown Detroit. Yeah. I think you have as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not too far from here. Yes. 
on campus. Walk right across the street, across Trumbull. More options now than yep. back in the day, but yes. So it's going to be Dragic and quarterback for D, for, at De La Salle. Motion right to left from Gerling. Fake handoff, play action, left side, rolling Dragic, and he's going to get about two yards before Melia comes over to smack him out of bounds. And it's going to set up a second and eight in overtime with De La Salle trailing by three, 19-16. Yeah, he was looking for Gerling in the back of the end zone, but great coverage all the way, nothing fancy there. Just a simple two-yard gain. Two more cracks at the end zone to win this thing. Melia got up gimpy, Sean, and Tommy Labruzzi came in. And Melia said, get out of here. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You're not coming in. <laughs> it's a tough hombre there, partner. No doubt about it. There is no clock right now. We're in overtime. Second and eight. J.C. Ford's back in there. He's going to go up the middle, and he's going to go nowhere in a hurry. He is spilled and thrown. It's going to be about a gain of one, maybe. They'll mark him at the seven-yard line. It's third and eight officially now, Sean. Well, I think his strength is is not going inside. It's trying to cut it outside, especially in the congested area down there. You trust the senior. I'm sorry, Sean. You trust the senior maybe a little more here than the sophomore? Yeah. They will keep Ford in. Left to right for the pilots, and now a timeout is called by the defense. We'll Hmm. take it with them. 1916, Brother Rice on top. Big third down play coming up after this. You're listening to the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. This is Randy Brown with the Patriot Detroit, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 101.5 FM and AM 1400, you can also listen to us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap News Talk, and scroll down to WDTK, the Patriot. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. Welcome back to Tom Adams Field. Chad Bush and Sean Belegian with you. Proud to be with you from the Mitten Mortgage Lending Broadcast Booth. Partner, what do you see here on this third and eight for De La Salle? Well, it gave them a little time to talk about things. Uh, you know, at first they had, if you remember, they had Ford in there. They changed their mind, put Drogosh back, back in there. So third and goal can win the game on this play. Double tight formation, one to the right. Jet sweep pitch back to Jackson. Jackson at the 10, going to cut inside and get drilled. Had daylight to the outside, went inside instead, and he is spilled, and it's going to be a field goal attempt coming up. Oscar McWood, the senior linebacker, laying the wood and forcing the tie. Attempt. 25-yarder. you got to remember they missed an extra point earlier. Uh, Both teams missed an extra point. That's why we're in overtime. Not a gimme at this level. He has knocked home a field goal already today. He, by the way is the man with the spotlight on him. It's number 36, Gena Sebastian. It's going to be a 25-yard attempt. The snap's good, the hold's good, and the kick is up, and good! We're tied at 19 and headed to double OT. 
Double the pleasure, double the fun, well, partner. These teams keep going at it. It's it's been fun to watch. There's no doubt about it. A little bit of everything you can do, I can do better. So here we go again, another overtime. Well, this has been one of the longer games we've had. And usually longer games you associate with higher scoring Absolutely. games. Absolutely, yeah. But we've had a little bit of everything. We're going to stick around for another uh, round of overtime. Oh, it's been a heck of a lot of fun on WDTK Detroit. No doubt about that. Brian Bolesky back at the studio. This has been fun. It really has. Both kickers have even gotten involved. Sebastian now with two field goals in this game. Party with two field goals in this game. We've seen a defensive touchdown in this contest from Stanley, which gave De La Salle the lead. De La Salle once led 9-0 in the first quarter. That's before Brother Ice would come back and regain the lead in the third on the touchdown, 55-yard catch from Henry Garrity from Coulter. Now don't forget, De La Salle has possession again to start. That's the way it works in overtime. That's right. Good point. So De La Salle back-to-back possessions. And Dragic stays in there. He'll send three wide receivers to the left. One to the right. Option. Pitches right. Gets it off. Stanley has it. Scampers out of bounds. Just shy of the five-yard line. Going to be a pickup of about four yards for Stanley, who's forced out of the track here. Ooh, did that look dangerous. He held on to that ball until literally the last possible second before pitching it. Living dangerously, but they pick up four. Brady Lowe is the field goal kicker for De La Salle. I apologize. Who kicked that last field goal? De La Salle on the move. Second overtime. Tied at 19. Second and goal from the six. No matter what kind of score here, doesn't matter. Brother Rice will get another crack at it. Opening possession of the second overtime. Dragic in the shotgun formation. Ball's loose. And did De La Salle get it back? They did. Boy, oh, boy. I think Drogosh jumped on it. Yes. Just quick, fast, in a hurry. My goodness. The, how often do you see that? The quarterback recover a fumble. And he didn't fumble it, I might add. Yeah, that thing's flying around. The pigskin's getting loose. There's some grease on that pig. And that's going to make it a third and six now. So Dragic stays in at quarterback. Watch out for the right near side. It's Gerling split out wide right. They got Jackson at the top. To the right of the quarterback in the shotgun, Stanley looking fade right, looking for Gerling, and it's incomplete, and a flag is thrown. It's going to be P.I., pass interference on Brother Rice. My partner's shaking his head. You agree with it, Sean. Absolutely, positively. I mean, that was the first thing. I I was stunned that it wasn't coming from the back judge. It it, it was coming from the side, but Mm -hmm. no doubt about it. Um, Just contact the entire way. As the receiver had a step behind him, and that's going to be, correct me if I'm wrong, that's a half a distance to the goal, if I'm not mistaken, an automatic first down? 100% right. Flag is thrown on number 18. Ethan Swider, the corner, who's had a nice day out there, and that time got busted. A little too close for comfort, and that is going to extend the De La Salle pilot drive. Inside the five now to the four. J.C. Ford will check back in for the Pilots. 
We'll see if Ford has that little run option game going. He's got his partner back there in crime in the backfield and Brett Stanley. First and goal from the three. Ford in the shotgun. And what do we have here? Trying to figure out where to spot it. I think the officials still having a conversation about that down there. Where was the last snap at? You divide it by two, right? Yeah. I Now, I couldn't divide it by two and get it right. <laughs> but there's four or five of them that I, <laughs> I don't know the answer. Let's see if they try to officials. power it now down at about the three-yard line. Ford out of the shotgun, goes right side, goes into the golden zone. Touchdown, Pilots! J.C. Ford with his second touchdown of the game. And the senior puts the Pilots up 25-19. Another big kick coming up here. How about it? Second overtime. J.C. Ford from two yards out. And the Pilots with an extra point attempt coming up. Boy, these are big. We've already seen it. Uh, that's why we're in overtime. Just to reiterate, both teams missed an extra point here. It's a big one. Extra point by Brady Lowe. Good snap, kick, and it's popped into the air and blocked. Blocked. That is huge. You called it, partner. 25-19 to 19 is where we sit. He's had some low kicks here today. I made that... Uh, point earlier. Yes, you did. Um, no pun intended when I said low with a low kick. Um, <laughs> that was but, good. I missed it. But I'm sorry. that was that was really, uh, again, boy, these extra points are just so vital at this level. Now Rice obviously has to score a touchdown and they have to hit that extra point. Yep. Mm-mm-mm. Man, oh man. Second overtime back and forth. And Brother Rice will trot that offense back out. And they will line up at the 10. Officials spotting some things out here, but boy, what a game. 25-19, double overtime. De La Salle takes the lead. Oh, how big it would be for this program. After everything they've been through the last nine months to come out with a win in week one. Amelia now looks like he is going to come back in in that wildcat. We've seen him... Do that a few times here today. Yep. He'll send Ray to his left in the shotgun. Two wide receivers to the right. Wide right is Rayum. Slot right, Lacanaria. Fake handoff, keeper, and tackled at about the nine. A shoestring tackle and a fabulous one that might have gone a ways by Dylan Weaver, gain of one. Boy, he just dove in about a foot off the the ground and and got that paw to trip him up it was a short gain a gain of one setting up a second and goal it's really this simple folks brother rice has to score a touchdown to tie it and can win it with an extra point yep weaver returning starter guy with some experience a big play there Amelia, not a guy you take down with one arm very often second and nine left to right brother rice down six and double ot Amelia rides Lacanaria into the group of Purple Swarm, and he got punched to the ground. No chance that time. A, a little too much indecisiveness. I think you did a great job of calling it there, Chad. You know, kind of ran it step for step, 
with the intended receiver, and that gave everybody a chance to bunch up on him. Yeah, maybe a little too long. And he was tackled that time by big number 55, Noah Dobbs. We got a timeout on the field, and it's going to set up a third in 10. We'll keep it right here. His name is Sean Belegian. My name's Chad Bush. Brian Bolesky, your executive engineer. Back of the studios at WDTK, the Patriot. Alex Westfall on site. Back-to-back days we've seen Alex Westfall. and Tell you what, it's been a smooth run in the broadcast from, from both these guys. We appreciate it. Uh, this game has kind of smoothed out too, Sean, and, and, and these two teams have kind of settled in, and now we're about to see a fabulous finish. Yeah, it should be. Defense is really uh, winning the day here today. If uh, Brother Rice has anything in the bag of tricks, they better show it right now. It looks like Coulter checking back in at the quarterback position on this third and ten in overtime. J.C. Ford had the first touchdown of this game, 6-0, missed extra point. J.C. Ford has the last touchdown of this game, 25-19, missed extra point. Brother Rice with a third and ten. This is four-down territory. Being down by a score. Coulter in the shotgun. Throws it up left side, and he overshot his man, who did not get his head around quickly enough for the ball. It's fourth and ten, and the game on the line here, Sean B. How many times have we said that here today, Chad? Honestly, the miscommunication between the quarterback and his running backs and his wide receivers, we've seen that a lot. Here we go, potentially the game. This could be it. Home team getting ready to erupt on the near sideline. It's a lighter crowd. Not their call. Two tickets, a player on each side. Brother Rice in a fourth and ten in double overtime. Down by six to De La Salle. Coulter in the shotgun. Five wide receivers. Looking right side. Got a man locking Aria. Touchdown, Warriors! Caught in the end zone, he got decked and held on to the football. Boy, he took a monster hit about a foot over the goal line and held on to the the ball. My goodness. There's another guy. We've been talking about it. Cole's been making plays. Rocco's been making plays. Johnny Dalamonte's been making plays. But the biggest play could be right here with a simple extra point it really is that simple owen party hits this brother rice wins the game in overtime 26 25 miss it blocked and we play another overtime session de la salle wants timeout how about it a fourth and ten conversion from coulter to lacanaria on a little fade route and it almost seemed underthrown a yeah. bit I don't know if it was purposely or not. Lacanaria came back, like you beautifully described, got decked and still held on. Sean, you got to get out of here, man. We got an anniversary tonight. Oh, I got plenty of time. No, no, no. Dinner's you... at 7.30. Oh. Yeah, dinner, where are we going? dinner's at 7.30. Where are we headed? It's a lovely place in, in Northville called Table 5. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, Table 5 oh. in Northville. That's where we're going to. Wonderful. Yes. Wonderful. So, everybody, yeah, well, come on. Everybody's invited <laughs> to Table 5. Anniversary party. Come on in. Everybody. <laughs> I love it. Well, here's the ball game. Owen Party, if he makes this thing. Sends Brother Rice home happy with a win. If he misses or it's blocked, we're going to another overtime. Owen Party, the sophomore. 
Low snap, picked up by Melia. Melia's going to run to the five, and he's going to run in for a two-point conversion. The snap was low. Melia picked it up, turned around, hit the corner, and he gets into the end zone. And Brother Rice has won this ball game 27-25 in dramatic fashion in double OT. Well, we have seen some some bad snaps here today from the Brother Rice side. If you're going to have a bad snap, at least put it in the hands of number seven. And wow. Rocco Melia did what we've seen him do all day. He made a play. Players make plays, and we knew that Melia was a guy that could. We just didn't think it would come in that kind of fashion. You, for your De La Salle, you get exactly what you wanted. A low bad snap, and Sean, he scampers away and converts it. Unbelievable. And, and, you know, again, because everybody's compacted in so tightly, he takes off to the near pylon. He knew about the yeah. five-yard line. He had the he hand up. up in the air with the football <laughs> up in the air. Nobody was catching him, and he knew it. Wow. 27-25, Birmingham Brother Rice wins in double overtime over Warren De La Salle in a seesaw battle in a classic that will be talked about for some time. Unbelievable. Props to the Warriors. Hey, listen, prop to the pilots. The pilots are going to be very devastated down about what happened here. They have no reason to hang their head. The best is yet to come for them. No doubt. We're going to wrap this thing up and talk a little bit further in the postgame and recap what has gone down today in Detroit at Tom Adams Field. Your final score, Brother Rice 27, De La Salle 25 in double overtime. This has been the CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot. Don't go anywhere. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection, Politics and Religion. It's been said that you don't discuss them in mixed company. Probably by someone who didn't really understand either of them. Why follow their rules? Detroit has two radio stations that shatter them. One documents the rebuilding of a great America. While the other shares the promise of the infinite. The Patriot has all the great news about growing the economy and a strengthening nation. Faith Talk Detroit raises the soul and affirms the heart. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400. And Faith Talk Detroit on FM 92. Point seven and AM fifteen hundred. Hey, Warrior fans! Sean Belegian here, inviting you to join us each and every Saturday for sixteen weeks, right here on your home for the Warriors FM one hundred one five and AM fourteen hundred. The Patriot is at one o'clock. We jump back on the highway. The Road Warriors return trip to that magical run in twenty eleven. Relive every moment. Right here on your home for the Warriors, FM 1015 and AM 1400, The Patriot. This contest is over. It took two overtimes, and it took a two-point conversion that went awry to be converted and into the end zone, and this thing's over finally. But, boy, it was fun all throughout this game, Sean Belegian. 27-25, Brother Rice sneaks out of here with a win over the Pilots of De La Salle. Yeah, it was it was a tremendous game. And, you know, again, the Pilots, I understand, they're very upset about what's going on. Always love to see the boys shaking hands, and they, they're, they're doing that right now. Uh, just sportsmanship has to come front and center, but... You can see the heads hanging down on the pilot side, but nothing to hang your heads about, boys. You just gave a good team everything they can handle. 
best is yet to come for these young men. Yeah, well said. This game uh, started with De La Salle up nine to nothing in the first quarter. Rice would come back to cut it to within three, nine to six, with a touchdown from Lacanaria. And uh, Brother Rice would score again to open the third quarter and take the lead. Uh, that was the only lead that Brother Rice would have uh, until overtime. Brother Rice trailed the entire game until they regained the lead in the opening five minutes of the third quarter. De La Salle would come back and take the lead on an interception return by Stanley. Rice would tie it uh, late in the fourth with Owen Party eight seconds left. We go to overtime. Party with another field goal. De La Salle with a field goal. J.C. Ford ran in what we thought was the winner, Sean. A missed extra point that came back to haunt De La Salle. It was one of two missed extra points on the day for De La Salle. Cole Lacanaria, touchdown catch on fourth and ten. Mm. And then a low snap for the extra point to win it. Exactly what De La Salle prayed for. Picked up, scooped up by Amelia. He runs around the end and gets two points, not just one. And he knew it all the way. And Brother Rice escapes Motown with a win. Uh, here in the CHSL game of the week. Well, it was a crazy one. I mean, no doubt about it. And, you know, uh, the missed kicks and uh, bad uh, snaps aside, uh, both teams made plays when they had to have it. Got to give Brother Rice credit to, to tie it late and then to get that on a fourth and ten. Yep. Uh, that That's a little something-something to keep in the hopper for later on this season. This team's got some confidence. Time now to take a look at the Student Connection player of the game, uniquely designed for success, any subject, any grade, anywhere. Some people to think about for the player of the game, but eh, not really. No, I'm with you. <laughs> this, this is one. I, we haven't had this conversation. I can say with with full confidence, Rocco Milia, congratulations on being the player of the game in this one. Yeah, no doubt. The two-point conversion and the score. Hey, listen, it's been a ton of fun. We really appreciate, I appreciate you working today and having some fun here in this, this game. Great. I mean, let's do this again. I know we will next week, but uh, these are the kinds of games that keep you coming back for more fun. And what a way to open it uh, for both these schools. You said it. A lot to be proud yeah, of. Yeah, no doubt. And, and I'll tell you, Chad, you, you know not only as a player in this league, uh, but a guy that's done broadcasts. I mean, Catholic League is something special. So every week, you know there's a good game, and we'll be covering them. We sure will. We want to thank all the folks for being involved, including our on-site engineer, Alex Get Westfall. in there, Alex! <laughs> Alex doing a great job. They're working his fanny off all weekend long, and we're loving it. We also want to thank Brian Boleski, your engineer, back at the studios of WDTK AM 1400, The Patriot. My partner, Sean Belegian. My name's Chad Bush. Once again, your final score from Detroit and Tom Adams Field on the campus of Wayne State, 27 for Brother Rice, 25 for De La Salle in a dandy in double overtime. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week. So long, everybody. You've been listening to the CHSL Game of the Week, sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending, Siena Heights University, The Student Connection, and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Follow us on Twitter for updates and upcoming games at CHSL on WDTK. Stay tuned to FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.